0: Due to a David Turner fuck up, the sound quality of this week's show is below par. Jamie's already planning his attack. and welcome to the computer game show my name's david turner i'm joined by matt murray hello sean bell hello and james farley why,
1: why am i last this time
0: uh, does it matter team back again um sorry about last week i did listen to the show uh, uh whoa, whoa, whoa. What, are you, what are you apologizing for there's
2: nothing wrong with it well wow. i mean are we going straight into follow-up
0: yeah do we have any follow-up matt
2: <laughs> well well, no the first follow-up i want to hear from you
0: <laughs> well, I thought it was a good show i I thought it was uh, uh, I thought Gary Duton did himself proud last week. It was a very good appearance from him uh don't think Tamor really wanted to be there um and <laughs> you know, I don't really blame Tamor, <laughs> kind of blame Sean for his man management was absolutely appalling last week and I think My man you- management is that a that's a term okay Go on. A term. you've never heard that term before man management no yeah oh really. Oh, th- th- you need to get into football lid. Chandler uh, oh, Rovers so yeah, is okay. all about yeah, so. um Yeah, that was... I mean, what were you planning at last week, Sean? I mean, if you, if I'm going to hand over the reins uh, mm. in future, probably not going to be to you. Because, okay. firstly, right, let me just... Well, it's all right. I mean, you know, because uh, that's
3: fine. Because I've been, you know, doing my own shows for 12 years. So it's fine. Don't worry about
0: it. Well, I- oh, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, right, if you've been doing it for 12 years, that's even more embarrassing. Yeah. Because there's two things here. <laughs> First, yeah. if you've got guests on... Tell him yeah. the right time. That's that's the first thing you need to do. Just tell him the right time. Because I know yeah, I know yeah. what Gary's like. We all know what Gary's like, right? He turned up at the wrong airport once to fly to Scotland like, and then said to us, but I had it planned out so well. No, you didn't, Gary. See, that's why, that's right why when airport. he was
3: a bit late, I didn't even
0: think, like, oh, well, well, I maybe not told him. And I know what was going through your mind when you were waiting for him. Right? And it wasn't pleasant. And then... <laughs> Turns out you were wrong and you fucked up, yeah. right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that but was. I quite. admitted
3: it, though it Secondly,
0: Tamor yeah. works for one of the biggest gaming websites in in certainly in England, right? Mm. I mean, it, it, the world. Some might mm. say, yeah, mm. doesn't mean he can walk all call over you, Sean. Who's Who's whose town is this? This is our what town. Do you mean? Well, just oh, I'm going at ten. All right then, mate. See you later. We don't need you then. That's that's how you deal with that situation. <laughs> I'm just trying to teach you here. You can't let guests walk okay, over you, even if it's tomorrow. You know what I mean?
3: Okay.
0: So tomorrow, I know you listen to this, mate. Don't think you're getting away with that under my watch. All right, you, you want to you wanna go at 10? <laughs> Fine. How about you go at 9? And then we carry on and do the show ourselves. Not but half, 9 no. Don't need you, mate. <laughs> don't need you. <laughs> what was it like? Because it must have been pretty weird. We've done, what is this, episode 32? 33
1: uh, it is. 32.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. what what was it like? Because it's the first one I've not done. Um, did you well, find obviously, it obviously,
3: it was different. Because at the end of the day, like, not only I mean losing the host for one thing, but but losing half the the normal team is obviously going to make a difference.
0: Yeah, because I, I like I'm not being yeah. a dickhead. Like, g- genuine no, chat no. now, right? I know that you guys can do a show, right? You've as you say, you've done one for years. Matt Matt does his own show. I know that you can do a show, mm-hmm. but. I think there's something weird about doing a podcast that you're so used to doing with certain people and when they're not there. I mean, it's even like that when one person's missing for a show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if James can't make it one week, a week or, or you can't make it, or whatever, it's just a completely different vibe. It's weird. Um, and that's why we yeah, sort of, of...
3: Yeah, it's like you've got to ask yourself, well, especially like hosting two very similar shows.
0: <laughs> like.
3: So, hosting this show, don't flatter, yourself, one, like,
0: just, don't flatter like, yourself, boy.
3: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Being on two different shows, yeah. babe, um, co hosting two different shows that was what I meant to say. Um, it's like, what difference, like, uh, am I different on this show than I am on Midnight Resistance? Like, is that something I have to think about, or is it just different because of the people that are on it? Or, like, is what that last episode is that any different than an, an episode of Midnight Resistance would have been? If it was the same people, do you
1: know what I mean? Well, I think I mean, the best I, I, people, like, what I is you. Oh, you, Sean. Without without David, you sounded better. I thought it was better.
0: <laughs> I'll leave off, James. <laughs> You've been serious. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. No one's believing that. Um, <laughs> the, the the person to answer that question is someone I like to call the listener. So um, tweet in at Computer Game Pod. Is that right, Matt? yeah um to <laughs> tweet in and let us know if you think there's a difference between Midnight Resistance Sean and Computer Game Show Sean I think there is but I wanted to see if anyone else has picked up on it <laughs> Sean's a lot more oh. grumpy on Midnight Resistance he's a lot more fuck this fuck everyone <laughs> it's, it's like he's had a drink <laughs> whereas
3: on this I'm like I'm you know I'm being <laughs> say, I'm being polite that sounds like I'm just sitting and being oh fuck yeah like can't be bothered but um <laughs> No, I don't know. I think it's, yeah,
1: when you're in control, it's it's different, isn't it? Yeah. So, can I ask you a question? Yes. That that bit with the stock market thing, yeah. That was that you that created that or Capone? <laughs> that was me. Okay. Why <laughs> <Because> it <was laughs> not really? I really liked thanks. it, but
3: it that, that it sounded like a Capone creation. It's uh, yeah. no, that, that was that was me, vocals and all.
0: Oh, well, okay. speaking of speaking of which, um, we have had a message from Capone saying that he's uh. He's starting to show an interest that he might edit a show in the future. Don't worry, (laughs) Capone people, we've got a plan. Trust us, we got this. Matt, was there any other feedback for last week's show?
2: So, just commenting on on the Capone editing thing. The great thing about that is that a lot of people, I'm going to assume, don't even know who Capone is. So that's what I'm most excited about, just hearing their first reaction to Capone edit. (laughs) That's going to be absolute gold.
0: Did we have any feedback last week for We did. Business? I
2: mean, the uh, first one is from Adam Capone. Um 15 minutes into computer game pod and what is going on, Dave, come home. Uh Brad Davies, a uh, similar sentiment. Uh Blimey this week's computer game pod is a bit of a hard listen. <laughs> so was I mean,
0: you know,
3: it's it was that or nothing,
0: basically. So Can I fuck say fuck what off? you said to us? <laughs> Can I say what you said to us? Sure. What which bit? When <laughs> when we got that tweet. <laughs> the what? Uh Capone's or Yeah. Yeah, go on then. Look, I know he's always up for a wind up, but I'm not in the mood this morning. <laughs> 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 Just, you know what he's like, but it still managed to pierce that thick skin. <laughs> yeah. Get into uh, your uh,
2: dirty. Cammy Toman also get involved, uh, got involved. I'm pretty sure Computer Game Pod are stepping on my turf for that interesting discussions jingle. What
4: is that?
1: So hang on, hang on. So that, that was ripped off, Sean.
0: No, I've lost it the I lost the it was just
3: that he came on Midnight Resistance and did a little jingle for his little pinball segment.
0: Oh, is that um, guy? So,
3: so was, now he thinks he's fucking good. invented
0: jingles. Oh, well, um, yeah, you might want to go back and listen to some old Joypods, mate. You know what I mean? Get to know your yeah. guess, That was a classic.
4: <laughs> if you don't know, get, get to
0: know. <laughs> what was the other ones? <laughs> Farley's Game Club. <laughs> yeah, that was that um, Michael's,
2: Michael's Hate, hate seller.
0: seller. Yeah, that yeah. was a classic all the classics there's actually if you if you want to go back and hear them again bring back the memories there's a YouTube uh video with all of the old Joypod jingles on it from uh yeah from the
2: best to the worst <laughs> I used to like randomly say if we don't know we we'll to get to know like, all the time <laughs> just because it felt good to say it
0: <laughs> there was um, some absolutely pitches? the pitches what? jingle was absolutely fantastic but the, se- the segment uh, um, was absolute shit but we kept going because that jingle was so good (laughs) yeah pictures should have died a lot (laughs) a lot sooner than it did um okay yeah sorry
2: Uh Luke Dawson got involved uh, with the PC building chat, which, which, which was argu- arguably my favourite part of last week's show. I love that. Um, Luke <laughs> Dawson, got did, you, did you talk about building PCs? Farley, you haven't listened to the episode, mate. You're not I'm listening. I, mean, I listened to bit, the first half actually, an hour, uh,
1: just the I first half an hour, and then that was enough. And then I'm glad that I didn't bother
2: now. You were co-hosting the show. How <laughs> can you not listen to an episode? The listeners have heard more of the show than you at this point.
3: At least Dave. We've listened to the whole thing so he could assassinate me properly. I mean come on. Yeah, I mean um, no, I, I got a message from I got a message from the uh, No resistance co host Chris Spann saying, like, Are You actually really annoyed at Gary in this PC building <laughs> <laughs>
0: Apparently it sounded
1: um, like I was. I'm really sorry I missed that. Yeah, go on.
0: I love Chris. He always tries to like find out what the real goss is down.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah what? Do you really hate him? <laughs> yeah, actually, I do. Tweeted
2: the next minute blatantly. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, Luke Dawson, PC build tip: put a PSU in first and plug in, but do not turn the plug on. This earth's the case. Thanks, Luke. That was awesome. Awesome advice.
0: I'm definitely going to use that when I'm built, building
2: my next PC. Yes, under a I tree. I um,
3: already started doing this, but I've not heard from
0: him since, so probably dead.
2: Yeah, almost certainly dead. Yeah. uh Jokes aside, um, you missed
0: out a couple of um, a couple of tweets there, right? Because th- there were some positives. People saying that they really enjoyed it. They thought it had more of a Midnight Resistance vibe, but um, which I assume is a compliment. Well, it's, well, answers the question we had earlier, I suppose. But yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. Um, I I didn't see them because I got any Midnight Resistance mentions on mute, so uh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I'm sick I of the comparisons. <laughs> Do my fucking nothing. Um, the biggest bit of f- um, follow up, arguably, is the release of Skate 3. That's surely the biggest piece of follow up, the global piece of follow up. Well, I mean, yeah,
3: I this got, is like the, re- the release of Skate 3, you mean
0: it's been added to backwards compatibility? Yeah.
4: yeah. Well, that's the release, not the yeah.
2: same as what we wanted. We wanted
0: the HD remake. That's not the same. <laughs> well, technically, it was in HD, so it counts, but uh, it wasn't a remake, so maybe not 50%. <laughs> Because a lot of people were
3: tweeting me about it as well, which is really cool. But also, I was like,
0: "Yeah, but I'm not going to not buy an Xbox just for that." What? I'm because not... this is interesting, actually. Because this was running through my head this week. Mm-hmm. Um, why haven't you got an Xbox, Sean? it, I don't want one, Dave. I don't. No, 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 I think it's quite interesting because, like, your main form of entertainment, like your favourite form of entertainment, is gaming, right? Yeah. So, what's holding you back getting one of the three? My, like, why not an Xbox? And what well, have you even considered it? I don't I I just, mean, honestly, I'm I,
3: can't, like, I can't find enough reasons to bother. Like, uh, most of the games I'm interested in are coming out on PC as well. Um, so I just I need to stick some more RAM in the PC and then I can play, you know, Forza Horizon 3 and stuff. Um, and that's that's it. Like, I've got no other reason
0: to. It's not, it's you not had like a 360,
1: they're... yeah? I've got a 360, yeah. Yes, that makes sense. I can I can get why you're not that interested in the Xbox One.
0: Yeah, but they're not mm. they're not crazy expensive when you think about it. I mean, like it's all relative. So you know, I'm not saying, and I'm not even saying you should get one. I'm just I just find it interesting. You're saying that, I'm poor. No, no, I'm just I'm just <laughs> saying that um as like it's you know gaming such a big thing for you. I I I don't know. I I maybe I'm I'm coming from a really stupid perspective of oh you just buy everything. Um and I probably wouldn't own. It one is. Oh, no, own okay.
3: it is unusual for me to be this far into a generation and not own all of them. Um, I just yeah, I don't know. I've just not found enough good reasons to bother.
0: And I suppose that that those reasons sort of fade even more now that most of the games are coming to PC anyway,
2: right? That, it's also yeah, different. Yeah to how it was back in the day what you know even a last generation or generation before, where there were way more exclusives now there's Mm. you know there's barely any exclusives and then also if you've got a pc there's there's even less reason so yeah yeah, a couple of of generations ago i'm sure sean have bought an xbox you know one if it is available even if the games aren't great just because there's the odd exclusive now it's just very little need yeah i mean
3: like i mean from
0: your perspective what what do you think i'm missing out on um, well, it's hard to tell really because I don't know how things run on a PC. I don't know how I mean, f- for starters, you're missing out on uh, playing tights with me. That's the first thing. And Rainbow Six, uh, you missed out on that a yeah, long but time I've, ago. But I've got both those games, Dave, yeah, but you got them on the wrong just console, just on a better right? console. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. The better console, fair. Um, <laughs> I don't know, you know what, I don't know. I suppose, um, I just I've... it's another console, isn't it? I guess, um, it's hard to. Really, sort of find a, a good reason to own one. I, I, I get that, but I just couldn't live. With, I couldn't live without. I couldn't get rid of my Xbox now because mm. I've, I've got too much to play on it, and I've got all my friends in it. And then the more yeah. these backwards compatible games come through, uh, especially the ones that I own digitally, it makes yeah. such a difference, you know. Yeah. Um, I'd much sooner obviously get rid of my 360 than the Xbox one. <laughs> uh, despite the fact that it's got Sky Sports on it, as previously mentioned. I just thought it was I, weird I, and... I don't think I'd miss my Xbox one if I got rid of it. Yeah, well, you'd not playing with us anyway. I don't know what you're, I don't uh, know what you're playing at lately, Matt. I I mean, there's uh, been two absolutely banging first person shooters come out and you're sitting there with a fucking helmet on, uh, knocking one out <laughs> to fucking res. Um, yeah, do you think, because you're not getting a PS4 Pro, right, Sean? PS4 Pro?
3: Uh, I, yeah, I don't really. I don't think so. But what
0: about, are you considering a Scorp- Scorpion when it comes out? Scorpio, whatever it's Scorpio. It. I don't think so, no. I mean I wow. guess
3: the, the 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 thing the only thing it would take is if it turned out the the Scorpio's the proper proper new one isn't it yeah yeah so if that was like definitely capable thing of things that like my PC couldn't do without a massive overhaul then maybe that'll be more cost effective um, When was the
0: last time you upgraded your PC? Uh 2 years ago So how long do you reckon you got Genuinely, until you, you feel like... I don't you know to...
3: because I like I know it, I, I know it needs more RAM, but it's, it always needed more RAM. of just nothing's come up that like refuses to run until Forza, Forza Horizon 3, um, which like literally you try and load it up and it's just like, yeah, you're not, even, not even trying it, mate, fuck off. Um, yeah. but then it's only like 30 quid for another four gig of RAM, so I guess we stick that in and just see how I go. Um, probably only a few more years though, so yeah, so the, there's a good chance that the Scorpio will be more. Um, Cost-effective cost effective. than basically starting a new PC.
0: It's going to be interesting to see how that. I mean, I genuinely think that Xbox have quite a good opportunity to come out swinging uh, with mm. the Scorpio next year. Um, yeah, it's going I to be. I think it's
3: weird. Like it's interesting to see. Like there's you know there's all articles saying oh that's for like the last four months Xbox has been selling more and it's doing really well again because
0: everyone's has that... PlayStation.
3: Yeah, that's what, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Like, is that not just because like loads of people who've already bought PS4s are like, yeah, fuck it, Let's, may as well get an Xbox now.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I'd, I'd like to see what the equivalent was between the 360 and PS3 three years into their lives.
3: Yeah, you see, that was interesting because I, I felt like there was a swing from the 360 to the PS3 sort of later on, but then that might just be me and my friends. I know it did really uh, up towards the the end, didn't it? Um,
0: Especially with the... I I think what helped with that was it having a Blu-ray player and towards Mm -hmm. the end of the generation, I'd say there was a... Well, obviously, there was far more HDTVs out there than there was at the start and uh, the opportunity to get a cheap Blu-ray player out of it as well was... Mm -hmm. um, was was an attraction. I can't see what the plus, attraction is plus, for
3: these ones. Plus, last guardian for the PS3 guys. Come on. Oh yep, it's coming that out. Was in, that was enticing,
0: wasn't it? Totally for the PS3. We promise.
2: I've <laughs> <laughs> um, also another thing about the the PS4 and Xbox figures is that a lot of people, you know, are, were, were waiting for the pro, or you know, maybe waiting for for, for other deals. So, yeah. But it's just interesting? You
0: do you think they have a similar market? Because I know a lot of people getting PS4s, like people getting kids PS4s for Christmas. And they're just not interested in a Pro. Like
2: No, no, of course not. No. The, no. the
0: PS4 is at a certain price now that they're happy to jump on. Uh, and the Pro is just an expensive console again. I actually um,
3: had um, earlier this evening the joy of explaining to a friend who doesn't really play games um, what the PS4 Pro is. Oh, God. Yeah. So go, on,
2: go on, Sean, let's hear it.
3: Uh, well, basically, she was just like, look, I, I want to get my boyfriend a PS4 for Christmas. You know, what do I get? What games, et cetera? And I was like, right. The thing is, there's sort of two of them now, but one of them's better slightly, but only if you've got a really good TV. Do you know what TV you've got? And she's like, uh, I'm not sure if it's HD.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, okay, probably don't bother with the new one then. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but my my wife would give the exact same answer to that. No, no, and like I thought I, sort of, I'd be I furious. said
3: well it, it will be HD don't worry about that but it's definitely not going to be 4K so mm. I mean I know people have said it's, it's there are benefits even if you don't have a 4K TV but uh, I don't know.
0: Well we'll find out what the real benefits are soon um, but first we've got a little bit of news haven't we James?
1: Yeah I didn't post this so no? I'm not taking responsibility <laughs>
0: He's scared to do the news now. Well, I'm perfectly happy to talk about this. Um, so I was going to give James a break this week, but it turns out they didn't even post it up. So a <laughs> yeah. terrible run of form for the news is is, is is continuing at the moment. Who posted this then? Was this you, Sean? It was me, yeah. Okay, let's go. What's the news?
3: Right, so there has been... I don't know if this was a leak. Um, I mean, it's come from uh, Laura Dale, who's been pretty reliable with stuff she leaked about the Switch prior to its um, unveiling. So I'm inclined to believe this, but um, yeah, basically, uh, apparently game are going to be charging 200 quid or £199 and 99 pence for the Switch, but that's for like a basic model. And then there's going to be a 250 quid one, which apparently comes with a game and more internal storage. No idea what the game is, though.
2: Um mm. It doesn't really. That sounds similar to one of my predictions. But go on. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't really add up, though. I mean, having a one ninety
0: nine skew uh, for a basic model, then getting additional storage and a game for just an extra fifty quid. Does that Does that sound right to you? Depends like, the on the, on the, the game, $1.99? I suppose. If it's, what if What it's was it's the fucking... difference
1: between the Wii U, like the um yeah the basic one and the um the other one?
0: Wasn't it seventy pounds?
3: Yeah, and that was that was just extra storage, wasn't it? And there was, wasn't there there was some like weird thing if you got the pro one, there were like discounts on the yeah, there, yeah, there like, was 10 off the OC and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. never felt like that materialized. Well, I never, there, there never also,
0: it. It, it come with a charging dock and yeah. um, oh, Was that not in the basic one? Okay, it wasn't in the basic one though because I didn't get one with mine. Um, mm. oh, the thing black. the thing
3: with the Wii U was is, was that even the pro one, like the storage was still pathetic in the long run. So. You know, later on when they like they were really going cheap, but it was just the the white one. People were like, oh yeah, but do I need the pro one? Is like, mate, you'd be plugging in a USB hard drive in either way, so yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, yeah. So um, what do we think?
0: What do we think? If that price, Switch. if that price point is legit, um, Nintendo has one gaming, I think. No, I think, <laughs> it's, just I think it's a
1: brilliant. I mean, it's a really brilliant price if they're going to release it at that price. I yeah. mean, I mean, we all suggested sort of three hundred-ish, didn't we? Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, looking at the console itself, I mean, it sounds stupid, but looking at it, it doesn't look like a cheap piece of kit. Like, you look at the Wii U, and you're kind of like, wow, where's my money going? Because it's all plastic, and, you know, the yeah. the screen itself isn't glass, it's this mm. that weird plastic I mean, console.
3: I suppose, like, obviously, people are comparing it to other consoles, but I guess we should be looking at sort of phone and tablet.
1: Yeah, definitely. If think Think Apparently. about those Kindles, where you can buy, like, six of them in a box or whatever for like,
0: <laughs> but then you, you're hoping that it can run better games than the <laughs> Kindle Fire yeah can, i mean you if know you, know
3: if you're comparing it you would think it would have a similar amount of power to a you know a high-end smartphone which you're looking at like what six or seven hundred quid and that you know that difference in price is not just the radio in it that allows it to be a telephone um yeah. so i don't know i mean i hope this is real
0: but, we'll have to um, wait and see. It's going to be again next year. I mean, this year has turned out to be a pretty incredible year for uh, gaming, especially towards the end. I mean, it's got its uh, its plus points. It's got its benefits. It's also got uh, it's also has a problem but with with the end of the year being loaded with so much uh, quality. It's been hard to sort of keep up, and I'm mm. I'm inevitably I'm missing out on some cracking games. Apparently, that uh, I'm going to have to catch up on next year. Um, Do you know I was
3: thinking? uh, You know, we we talked about so obviously the whole PSVR weekend we did, and you know we said we're going to try and do the same for the switch. Yeah. Does that mean we're all going to have to have our switches sent to whoever's (laughs) house we're doing that?
0: Well, it depends on the because if we're doing
3: that on the the weekend, and if yeah, if it it comes out on the Friday, like half of us are going to be like waiting
0: in waiting for the parcel to arrive before they can set off. (laughs) I see Matt there just signing for like four of four yeah. switches. <laughs> Best <laughs> day ever. Um, I don't know. We'll cut, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I think um, what we're going to have to do is hire out a basketball court. No doubt. Yeah, we'll get that yeah. sorted. See. Um Little gag. Okay, cool. Um, I think we should probably start with Matt this week because Matt uh, has bought a PS4 Pro. Uh, last week we all heard him saying, "Well, I might not keep it." I just I, I tutted and rolled my eyes at that mat. If I'm totally honest, um, you bought one. What did you make did. of it?
2: I'm I'm a professional PlayStation Four. So start,
0: start. off. What was the transfer
2: like from your old old PS4 to the new one? What how did you? Uh, it just took eight hours. Really? I just, so I, yeah. I, I basically you can. I mean, I didn't have to. I could basically just go to the old one and then re-download all my stuff. But if you plug an Ethernet cable in between the two consoles, it it, tra- it can you can select where you transfer, but essentially you can transfer everything. So then your PlayStation is now just like my old one, but it took eight hours. So that was a bit. That bloke. seems but, mad,
0: um, right? Because when you do that with your phone, you do that with your phone almost every year, and it takes what twenty minutes.
2: Yeah, but I, I had like a terabyte. It's, it's a little bit different.
0: But... You what, you had a full up hard drive. Uh, no, no, no. I don't
2: know. I think i probably like 700 gig or whatever. So it's obviously I mean, different. It's, it's more on fun, a phone. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I, although, to be fair, I think maybe I like a, a dodgy uh, Ethernet cable because I Pearls reading they had like two or three hour transfers and they probably about the same. So who knows? It's, it probably won't take long for everyone, but it took a fair length of time for me.
0: So, what are your, what are your uh,
2: initial impressions of the console?
0: What, I mean, um, what, what are the benefits of owning one?
2: well um okay well i haven't got 4k uh hdr tv so oh, that so already i'm uh I, I i'm not seeing the full benefit but uh, and and for me uh the benefits were were really really just about psvr and, and for me I, i'm w- well happy w- with what it's done i played um so i played a couple of games before the v before I got the pro and i've I've played the same game since I've, I can, I've definitely noticed an improvement i've heard countless uh yeah, I've I've, I've watched our videos and seen pictures of other people who have compared other games, saying there's quite a big difference. Um, so yeah, so for me, I'm I'm totally happy with it. I think I think the console looks great as well. Uh, it is super fast. It's so easier just to go to, go down to like, into a folder and it loads instantly, and and into like your friends list and it loads instantly and and all that sort of stuff. It just makes a big difference. It, I mean, sure, a lot of people could say maybe it's not worth three hundred fifty pounds, but it's just so much more snappier. So when the, when the last... you say
0: when you say you've noticed the difference in the games, like what? What have you noticed and how obvious is the is the difference there? I mean, try and look at this like try and step back from someone that's just paid a lot of money for a new console. Is it that noticeable between the two?
2: Um, I, I think it it really is on Robinson um the journey, which I'll talk about a bit later. Um others um not not at all. Um I haven't actually played Res yet. A lot of people says big thing big thing there. But this whole thing it, I think is really really subjective. So some people won't notice it at all. I mean, some people have difficulty discerning between like seven twenty P and ten eighty P and yeah. other people have even said that they can't even notice if it's four K or not. So um this is really subjective. Um and a lot a lot of people are, are talking about changes and improvements to games which haven't even been patched, you know.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, and they get caught yeah. I, I was listening to another podcast and they just said, Yeah, I can't see any difference at all like with this. But like you said, maybe it's just subjective, I guess.
2: Yeah, on on, on Robinson the journey, I definitely noticed the difference. i like it, it, it feels like that game's got more foliage and um, quite like I said that they've done loads to in, improve sort of texture detail and stuff. And I, I, that does one that one of the games I made sure I played for like twenty minutes before on, on the, the night before, and I, I did a transfer. But then the following night, I then played it on Pro, and it definitely felt it felt. It, it felt much more detailed, a, a lot less blurry, which is the main thing. Yeah, so for me, I really only bought it for PSVR improvements. already. I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, it'd be, I can't wait to get like a decent TV and and see even more improvements you know, in have terms of 4K out, HDR and stuff.
0: Have you tested it out with um non H uh non VR games? I haven't played a
2: non VR game since I got a PSVR, so no. Wow, really? <laughs> no
0: <laughs> word. I've,
2: I've I've had a lot of stuff to review. Yeah, I just have not played a non VR game. I'm looking forward to it, but I have, I've still got loads to get through, so no, not yet.
0: It's been quite funny because I checked uh, Spong today, um, and uh, Matt had about God knows how many reviews he had to write for PSVR, and uh, they went from, you know, 2,000 word detailed reviews on games to uh, just a rundown now, that's what That's the latest <laughs> has got to. <laughs> Here's what 14 got games, to. here's what I think of these 14 games, Goodbye. <laughs> 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 yeah I,
2: i've got i've got four left to go so uh i'm, I'm nearing the end of my journey um, but you know um yeah so ps4 Pro, it's probably not worth it but i'm glad i've got it and i feel like i'm future proof now so for the next two years at least and yeah i'm, I'm well happy i think it looks class i think the console as well looks great it's um do you think it, it's, that was one it's, of it's the lot...
0: things i thought looked really weird yeah there?
2: i think it was really nice it, it, it's a lot bigger actually than than the so i didn't have the slim i had the the matte version of the the I had the one terabyte map version of the PS4. It's it's definitely it's a lot deeper than that. Uh it, it's so it's it's a fair bit bigger, which I wasn't really expecting. Um yeah, I think it looks class. It, it's a lot quieter. Um yeah. The, 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 the pads have got that that touch bar. It's got the, the light in in the touch pad now, which still feels really super pointless. I don't quite know what that's even about, but it's nice, I guess, seeing a blue light at the top of the pad. I mean, it's not worth 350 quid, but it is what it is. But I'm glad I've got it. I'm super glad I've got it because I feel like, you know, now when I get my ne- new TV next year, you know, I have an awesome machine to play on. Uh, and I feel like I'm sort of don't have to buy anything else. PlayStation for a long time now. I've got the VR headset. I've got the 4K, uh, you know, HDR sort of um, gaming console. So yeah, I'm happy, and I, I really feel like in terms of games being updated and taken and, and taking advantage of this, this is obviously super early doors. And I feel like in six months' time, the games that were built with Pro in mind are going to look really, really fantastic. Um, so yeah, yeah, and I, and I, I, I haven't, like I said, I haven't even played any non VR games to even compare um, compare them because there's obviously there's also improvements to to games. Uh, just standard games that have been updated to take use to make use of pro so uh, uh, even games you, you don't have to play in 4k they just the games that have been basically downscaled i think they're calling it from a 4k sort of signal into 1080 though them games are also looking much improved so i haven't even tried that uh, myself yet can but.
0: i just say because i know that um i know what our listeners are thinking and <laughs> and it says it, it's it sounds like you're not completely like, you don't see it as, as uh not that you're disappointed, but you don't seem as hyped up as I thought you would be over this thing.
2: Well, it's still a PS4. I mean, it's not a new console. It's just, it's a slightly improved PS4. I mean, I I, I, I never felt that sort of new console excitement. I was like, oh, it tried to get into it, like, but it's not like getting a switch or um
1: it's a bit like when i got the new 3ds it's kind of the same sort of thing it's it, like
2: it's still a ps4 it looks exactly the same i mean it's so in terms of like the ui and you know it's I, I i literally sort of transferred my old ps4 to a new one so there's there's no change. I mean, like the pad's nice it gets newer pad uh I, I feel like uh the video game, VR games i've played feel feel you know uh, better feel a like look better but that could be a placebo effect yeah you know, I'm, I'm saying not yeah, it's not blowing my mind, I think if I had like a new TV at the same time, maybe it'd be a- another another level, another another step up. But I don't have that, so yeah, it, it's. So if I was to if I was it. to
0: ask you, right, look, I'm thinking because I've got 4K TV, and I know you've not seen the effects of that or whatever. But if I was to say, look, I can't really afford a PS4 Pro, but if I really pushed and scraped something together, I might be able to get one. Would you recommend it or no?
2: Um, I don't know. I mean, another thing I will say, I, I basically sold my PS4 for 140 quid. Um, and it, uh, so I bought the, um, the PS4 pro with, uh, does on two. And I sold that today for like 32 quid. And I got like, um, so basically that like, in the end, I think the consoles cost about 180 pounds. So, that I, I, I I, yeah, you know, if you can sell yours and sell some games to cover most of the costs, I I, I would say she'd probably do it because it'd be awesome. You know, to 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 you know, to play 4K games and, and stuff, especially especially with TV you've got. I reckon hell yeah for two hundred quid. I mean, paying the full three fifty, uh, you know, without potentially selling stuff to cover the cost and selling your old console. I'm not so sure, but you know, whatever. The, I mean, for me, I, I'm happy just, like, just for the PSVR improvements, frankly.
0: Do I look to go for this, or do I you know look? to the future for the
2: Scorpio like that's, well, that's the other thing I mean if it's a choice for an M2 then you've already got PS4 so I would just put the money to Scorpio definitely I mean I obviously want to get my M and the Switch as well but I don't know I mean if it's like this or Scorpio then I would almost certainly just put your money towards Scorpio because you've already got a PS4 and it's just a supercharged PS4 as the advertising goes yeah um, I think if you had a PSVR I think that's a, 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 something else to, to add on and yeah, because um, cause there are definitely improve, definite improvements for that.
4: Oh, this but is a question. You
2: then.
0: Would you recommend people get PSVR or the PS4 Pro?
2: Oh, PSVR definitely. Right. Yeah. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, if you've only got one one lot of three hundred and fifty pounds to spend on PlayStation stuff this Christmas, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and maybe that should have been me. But if you if you're that person, yeah, I'll absolutely get a PSVR without a shadow of a doubt. Interesting. Yeah. Uh. See, but I, but I, I, I would love to see this on, a, on an amazing TV set and see what's like. Evan says oh, so it looks incredible and Battlefield and titans and stuff they all look amazing. Obviously, I don't really have that, so I can't see that, but yeah.
0: See, because that's, that's the thing. I'm thinking that, uh, like before... you got the
2: TV, haven't you? That's the thing, yeah. Well, this that's week, like another...
0: right? This week I was genuinely thinking, if I sell all my 360 and all the games that I got with it, then I could probably scrape enough money to cover the costs and get one
2: you get about 50 and, quid Wait and on. and and sell your old ps4 of course
0: yeah and sell my old ps4 but then but now after hearing you talk about it i'm kind of thinking well actually maybe i should just leave it for when um my current ps4 breaks and obviously if my current yeah. ps4 breaks and i need a new one then i'll be going pro i won't won't be getting the you know the standard one i'll get get the new one um it's just it kind of feels like that that should be more of a replacement thing because it'll be slightly cheaper by the time that happens and um you know i
2: i don't know and you've kind of, me out I, of I, 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 basically right i got a bonus from work and you know as well as i do dave if some money comes into my account it's a race against time to get it spent before it gets spent on like <laughs> wallpaper or sofa <laughs> right so basically i had a very very small window I, at one point i thought i'm not even bothered but i've pretty much got to get it now otherwise i won't get it and that 350 will go on a fucking carpet somewhere so I, I, had, I had to make a move there and then
0: yeah it was the same for me and the uh me and the wii u a couple of years ago it's kind of like i have to get one now otherwise i will never own one it's as simple as that yeah <laughs> uh yeah because
2: yeah. i was perfectly having my old ps4 and i haven't got a tv like i said but um you know it is what it is
0: cool all right so what was the game that you've been playing what is this the...
2: so i'm playing robinson the journey uh which is a psvr game yeah i, I will get to play some non, non-vr non uh game soon in fact i so like i said i had um dishonored 2 uh that came on the console and i really want, i did want to play that but um I, everyone who i talked to about it said that i should i should probably play the first one first because i'll miss out on the law and stuff so i just sold it even though really? today it's actually got loads of amazing review who scores to- so. who's
0: everyone who told you that
2: uh, I, I was reading, people on Walmart saying that I'll get a lot more out of it if I knew the story behind things and I you might miss out on something. can
1: just it. watch a recap, to be yeah, honest. It's, yeah, I don't right. remember it being like really detailed or anything like that. It's not like. I don't know. Okay.
2: Well, it's sold anyway now. It's, it is what it is.
0: Well, you should have asked, yeah. uh, you should have asked us, really, shouldn't
2: you? Yeah. yeah. But, but I haven't said that. Dishonored, Dishonored 2's got some really great review scores today. So, uh, it's been just...
0: off the charts, isn't it? People are naming it for Game of the Year already. They're saying, you know. Uh, I, i've seen a lot to of say already of that, right? it is november day <laughs> no, well yeah still the last guardian sean you're forgetting yeah. about that classic mm. that's gone gold <laughs> um, uh yeah i i i was a little bit surprised actually because there was a lot of you know there was that whole Bethesda thing i think that gave that game a little bit of a
2: uh a bad press before it come out um, oh I, I think it's definitely suffered. i mean it hasn't suffered in terms of critically but i think um the, the, there's basically no hype for that game whatsoever it felt like i mean was, no. there probably are in certain circles but i'm not sure if it's if it's a bethesda thing or, or what but it felt like nothing happened and now like reviews are sort of you know coming out and obviously it's done it's look, looking it looking great but yeah it
4: didn't sell too
1: well it didn't it sold well, did yeah sold, sold, yeah, like yeah, sold, sold really like I said, it yeah. sold really poorly. I percent
2: right? down on the first one. And I think that's definitely down to, like, you know, if, if there's no day one reviews, I think that's going to absolutely affect uh, whether people want to put, in a, put, in a, hand, put in a hand in their pocket and buy one.
1: Isn't it also just, another at the moment, it's really crowded, isn't it? There's so many games have yeah. come out recently that are like first person as well.
0: Well, it's this is it. And time. I've thought about this a lot because um, I've reviewed a lot of games recently. And uh, the last three games I've played and spoken about in public, I've been like, you need to own this. I mean, this is kind of like it's getting a little bit, and I find it a bit embarrassing because I'm saying mm. you need to own this, and people are saying, oh, okay, I bought it because I heard you on the podcast raving about it." And then the next week, i will go forget that one. You need to own this, <laughs> but it's genuinely how I felt. I mean, the, the, every game I've played towards the end of this year has have been like absolutely incredible, and we'll get we'll get to it <laughs> a little bit later. But um, you know, for a game that. Like Battlefield One that I was raving about and still stand by, I still think is an absolutely incredible game. I've, I've not even touched it for two weeks. You know, well, I have. Tell a lie, I played a couple of rounds, but uh, yeah, I've not not played it that much. Um, there's just so much. So when it comes to a game like Dishonored, which um, was a bit of a not I wouldn't say cult hit when it when the first game came out, but um, it was certainly not seen as a triple A game before launch um not in the you know in the huge not quality things no no, yeah um so that maybe that that one's just slipped through the net which is a shame because it's not the only one again we'll get to that um right so, so anyway back to um the robinson crusoe
2: <clears throat> robinson the journey uh so it's a first person i guess walking simulator adventure game for psvr you um take the plate you are this kid called robin as a child um and in the, the, there's a cutscene when the game starts and basically you crash land on this weird strange alien planet which has loads of uh, dinosaurs and stuff on it uh basically um you start off and you're in your, your little sort of uh, your little pod thing um it's you and it's floating it's a floating robot companion uh, uh yet another one uh, this one's called higgs and um higgs uh, basically follows you around uh, the, uh, the game that um the different areas within the game and tells you things are objectives and, and, and what to do but essentially yeah it's just it's a walking simulator with, uh, with some puzzles um I, I, I think straight away it looks really really fantastic and uh, obviously now I'm playing on pro, but even before before I was playing on pro, I think it's definitely one one of the strongest looking, one strongest looking uh, PSVR games out there. I mean, I, I de- Batman's incredibly detailed, but I feel like this is detailed, um, but it's also quite expansive. It, it, it it's probably it's probably the first proper world that I've experienced in in PSVR. I mean, Russia Bloods Russia has got really really strong place, uh, sort of sense of place, but that was obviously a an on rail shooter. Batman was really great, but the 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 play areas were quite limited. But this is like the first full uh, game, at least the ones I played. um, The first full sort of proper adventure game that actually I feel like it could do really really well without the novelty of VR. I feel like this isn't a game; that's just it's really great because it's in VR. I think it'd be good actually without without VR. Yeah, yeah. So so graphy graphy looks good, but um, in in terms of gameplay, you walk around um, this sort of uh, uh, jungle. uh, uh, island environment. There are animals and stuff, which you can scan, which, which is, which actually a, a lot, is way, way more fun than say, um, uh, no man's sky. Unlike no man's sky, you don't just press a button. You use your controller to essentially, um, well, yes, is, you hold down the button and you use your head to move a a, a crosshair, a, a, a reticule, and uh, on each animal you can scan those loads of, loads of green dots. You basically have to move your head around to hit all the green dots. If you hit a red dot, which is also floating around this animal, uh, you have to sort of scan it again. But th- that's like a really simple mechanic, but even that's quite fun, just to scan animals rather than just looking at an animal and holding down a triangle or, or whatever it did in, in No Man's Sky. Yeah. So, you can scan animals and you, you can add them to your sort of your inside your your big sort of compendium again, just like No Man's Sky. Uh, but there were, there were puzzles involving climbing. This uses the same climbing mechanics as Crytek's other game called The Climb, which is an Oculus Touch game. Uh, you can uh, you have your when you come up to like a rock face that you can climb or a ladder or something, uh, your two hands come out in front of you and you can use L1 and L2 to um no, L1 and R1 sorry to climb up and down. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, rock faces and adders and whatnot to reach other, other areas. Um, the control system it, it only really uses um, the dual shock, which is strange. If any if any uh, if any of you have seen a screenshot of this, it looks like the the guy the the put uh, sorry, uh, Robbing the child, the the, the guy you, the kid you control. It looks like he's holding a move controller, but there's no move controller support. Um, I mean, it, a, a Do lot of yanked out them. then. Well, no, because I well it it looks like. It, it looks like it should absolutely have it, but then in terms of like uh, movement, obviously move uh, move controls don't have a, a stick or anything, so it makes sense for it not to be move move controlled because I'm not sure how you how would they control put
0: that in there to make you yeah
2: like, it, it's with... super strange. Everyone's assumed they were going to have move controls, but um because it essentially is a first person as first person controls yeah a move controller wouldn't really work but um it's it's so stupid strange yeah because it would work really well with climbing it would work well because again the thing your player your 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 character's controlling It looks like a move controller. There's lots of scanning the environment. There's lots of other things using using this using this this um device you've got. So it make it, it looks like it makes sense to move controls, but it doesn't. It's just just a uh, sort of standard dual-shot controls. Uh, the controls themselves, there's yeah your standard your standard um sort of stuff. You you know, use the left stick to walk around. Yeah, uh, you know, go forward and back, and right stick to move around to rotate. Uh, this game has made me feel quite quite sick um at times i mean yeah because i was about
0: to say the the uh, when we played the oculus uh, egx um there was that sort of haunted house thing that we we tried out do you remember yeah yeah and you had a real problem with moving with first person controls but also using a headset at the same time is it I, i assume that's it's the same sort of feeling here
2: Yes, I mean this is this 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 locomotion problem is it's just a general problem in VR. The, you know, trying to work out how you do movement and locomotion in VR games without making the player sick is still a challenge people are Trying to work out, I mean, how Robinson does it is. Um, so I've actually changed my controls to to full. To I've turned all the comfort controls off, which is probably what's making me sick. But essentially, you can have it so the right stick rotates you at um a sort of 25 degree angle so it sort of you know it t- t- turns turns you around that way i've turned this off and, and turned it onto smooth mode what so, that, so what it's does much... that
0: mean Rotating well,
2: you know, you at it, a 20 to 5 degree angle well yeah so, so 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 when you when you press right as opposed to you just like naturally um spinning round as you would do uh, normally this sort of takes you like it, like little little sections around, and that's supposed to that's supposed to reduce sickness, as opposed oh, to right, like increments a of... and it would sort of almost click round to different different yeah gotcha. different angles. So yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what mad. angle do we...
0: That's mad, isn't it? Because one of the things that these VR games have kind of picked up on, and and it seems to be more and more, is that teleporting feels more natural than actually moving around smoothly, right? Like, like, like you well, look at yeah, Rec yeah. Room, they were saying that when you like the giant bomb guys, when they, they were playing Rec Room, they were saying actually teleporting feels all right. It doesn't make me feel sick at all. But that sort of makes
3: s- sense though, doesn't it? Because there's no movement. You know, like we were saying on the last episode, um, that was really good so that James didn't listen to. Um, <laughs> the, it's that the thing that gives you the motion sickness mo- most of the time is because that mismatch between like you can see one thing, but you can feel another. In this case, you can see movement, but you can't feel it. Yeah. So if you're just jumping around from point to point, that's, yeah, that's probably much less likely to trigger motion sickness. That's
0: crazy though, because I wouldn't have thought that. Like if I was in a room and someone suggested that, I'd I'd kind of think, well, no, surely it's just going to, disorientate you so much more being in one position and then just flicking over to another. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but I hmm. guess if well, I, works, I, I turn it off.
2: I turn it off good because it, it was starting to annoy me, you know, cause I, I would find myself going up to an object and, you know, hit, uh, pressing with the right uh, right stick to turn right and i would maybe move slightly too much on an angle i was like trying to have to line myself up a lot and it just felt weird so i i've turned all you know i turned all those modes off and now i'm just using regular first person controls but that is definitely making me unwell i mean i'm usually given the first half hour or so and then and then i sort of start feeling a bit bit woozy and i take the headset off um which is annoying because i feel like Well, I'm starting to get sick when I am basically forgetting that I'm in VR and I'm pressing, playing like a normal first-person, like sort of adventure game, and then I, I suddenly like some. Some jumps and some climbs, and I'm bobbing all over the place. I'm looking around everywhere with my head, and I think that's where it starts starting to make me feel a little bit, a little bit unwell. But uh, um, this is something I'm to to hopefully get used to, and hopefully in in, in a few days I'll, I'll I'll be totally fine with it. But um, yeah, so contr- controls are also really, really, um, really, really thing- finicky to the point actually where one of the face buttons, the triangle button, is just to bring up controls which is is it feels bonkers <laughs> that, that that wouldn't be in a settings menu but it's actually just on one of the face buttons it just brings up a little thing in front of you to show you the controls right. uh, but you can basically press l1r1 and L1 to like flick flick change the um change uh what your little tool does you can use it to scan items we can also use it to levitate items and yeah i anyway. know um, but it controls a little bit a little, a little bit finicky but apart apart from that it's fine um it, it does some really really cool stuff. So Higgs is your floating robot, um, floating robot companion. But you can look at him and and press the button and go into Higgs mode, which is basically when you goes in almost like a tilt shift style view, where you're above the local environment and you can it's almost like looking down at the at the at the environment like a like a model train set. You can see your your character. You can see you know you're above the trees. You can see other other elements. You can use that to sort of solve puzzles. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of these puzzles where you have to basically. Yeah, um, there's these power gates where you see like a a um, a pylon um, on the map, and that that uh, that's giving out a certain amount of electricity. And you basically have to hit these try these uh, buttons to move move electricity basically uh, um, around the island to open different gates and get certain machines to work. But it's really cool. Suddenly going to this view above above the map to 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 change that stuff. Um, one of the big uh, issues with this game is that. It's only like three or four hours long, um, right? Which I thought would be an issue for me, but but after getting sick after half an hour, it's actually taken me longer than I thought it would to to actually finish the game. Um, but yeah, so I but I I've I've sort of thought about it definitely this week. I mean, last week I said, um, I think I might have said last week on the show, you know, about the whole I can't believe they charged twenty five quid for Super Hypercube. It's crazy. If I was a tenant, it would sell like gangbusters. But you know, I, I've come to realize, obviously, yeah. You know, the, the, I do, we, Sony hasn't released sa- sales figures for PSVR. There's yeah, yeah. I I I gonna tell me there are, but it, there's obviously, it's obviously quite a niche product at the moment. So, and devs need to bet their money. Like they, they can't just say, oh, let's just say it for ten and I hope we sell enough. Like that, these these developers and publishers are saying that we've got to set at forty or fifty quid. You know, because if we get you know only this amount of sales, then hopefully we've covered our costs and we can, we can develop another VR game in the future. So I was probably just a little bit being a little bit, a little bit naive, and there wasn't really thinking about about the yeah. The big picture. I, know,
0: I know what you're saying there. Like, and we, they certainly know the business better than we do. But at the same time, I mean, when you're seeing a games tanking, and the reason for that is the high price point you've got to then do the maths the same well yeah but it, it might not
2: just it might not just be about that and, and you know it, if, if you're a psvr owner now then uh then you're no an adopter and you want basically vr to succeed uh, um otherwise you you probably wouldn't have bought one and and so i know it's a bit different because uh, you know we've just got review code so i'm not actually you know i haven't actually bought, bought all these games i'm talking about so it's different for me and if you'd maybe had if you had 40, or 50 quid to buy one game this month or next couple of months and you bought this, you might feel a bit um, hard done by because it's not going to last you you know, weeks and weeks. But yeah, it, it's tough at the moment because there's not many PSVR games out and, and, and people need the money so, that, so they can see that there is a desire to, to develop other games. Um, so it's tough. So I, I don't feel quite so bad when someone's charging um uh, say like twenty-five or thirty or forty quid for a game. I mean, th- th- this game is actually fifty-five quid I think on Amazon, which is ridiculous. Anyway, uh, even more so many things has like four like five. or five. I mean, it, it, it may may have gone down, but at one point it's like fifty-five quid on Amazon. Um,
4: Jesus
2: Christ! Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's even even tougher when you think it's got like a three or four hour um, uh, um, campaign. Anyway, I think there's plenty of reasons to go back in. You know, you just scan other animals and you can explore and whatnot. But uh, I'm actually sure, told the best bit about it is just but you're seeing these like massive 100 i don't know how many hundreds of feet but this massive massive dinosaurs you know in in this environment is is really stunning it does does really take your breath away it's just it, it's it's cool to be in this environment anyway but when you see one of those you know when a dinosaur comes into view or you're, you come out of a cave and what you think is the end of a cave is actually like the two huge hulking legs of of this massive dinosaur it really is it really is incredible in fact to, to the point where i saw this amazing dinosaur i was just like you know I go looking up at it and I walked forward and walked off a cliff um <laughs> and I feel like I'll be that I, I will, another time I, I I kept walking and I was suddenly in this um this swamp and this like bog and, and I also died out I feel like if I was in a film I would just be like dinosaur whoa, and then dead just dead I'll see different dinosaur
0: I, d- I d- didn't that freak you out just walking off the cliff in vr
2: though uh, it did a bit yeah yeah but, uh, but um <laughs> but my stomach didn't go um but yeah um it, 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 uh, that, that's definitely immersion breaking to say the least but no I, I think I haven't finished Robinson snick because you know, I've been feeling well but it, it feels like a first proper the first proper world and it feels a really interesting world to be a part of and this was like the first proper game that doesn't necessarily rely on vr i think it's definitely built with vr in mind and that's great but i feel like this game would be fun um even without vr and one last thing i'll stop talking about vr in a second but one of the great things about this is because of the limitations of vr right now they can't just you know throw in hundreds of enemies and you know for you yeah, to yeah. shoot and I thought like if this was an on vr game I would have already had to shoot like 500 men like I, I know I would have done whereas it's actually good like the limitations of VR mean that this is it's whoa, delivering whoa, a game What
0: that sounds like you're such an apologist there. No, it's no, actually no, no, good I, that you right. can only get a few people on screen at yet. one time
2: no, because I've i said on I've said it talking about Uncharted games. I really like them, but it's like when you have to, to start shooting millions of guys, it's just annoying. And I wish you know, the I games are much more about the exploration and the puzzles rather than having to shoot a billion dudes. And because of limitations of VR, it means they can't they can't put all those or all, or all, all, all those enemies in. And right now, it's it's creating a game which I much much prefer. It's much more of a relaxing experience that doesn't I know, have to I, I
0: know, I t- I totally <laughs> understand what you're saying, but at the same time, come on, Matt. <laughs> you know, after after playing many games where, where they are so limited with how much they can fit on the screen at one time you know technically you, you're going to get a little bit tired of that you want that a little bit different maybe with loads of enemies that you can shoot because we all know
2: it's more fun yeah, than it. I mean, for me it's just nice not having to worry about oh fuck I'm going to have to see loads, I'm gonna see loads of crates on the floor in a minute I'm going to have to duck behind cover and yeah. And stuff, it's just nice knowing that that was not going to be a part, it's just gonna be like you know, looking at the environment, enjoying the environment, doing some puzzles, and this, like, and the other. There was an animal climbing, there's no chance of suddenly having to duck behind and shoot of guys. We
0: totally broke you with that challenge, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> you want to play <laughs> yeah. anything that yeah, is in Uncharted right now? Which, um, funny enough, have you heard uh, the, about the suggestion, genuine suggestion for Matt's next stream, new catching up, Sean? Uh, no,
3: I haven't, no.
0: What game is coming out early next year that we're all very excited about? Wait, hang on. think I have a little you're not, think.
3: You're not talking about Nier Automata, are you?
0: I'm not. I've never it's, even heard of it.
1: Is this Mass Effect?
0: Yes. God, is that early next year? Fuck me. So what are we thinking?
1: You're going to do Mass Effect marathon?
0: All three Mass Effect games before that yeah, one comes boy. out. Do it. That will be good. That would be good, especially because one of those games is about the length of Uncharted 1, 2, and 3.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't have to do a whole lot in three weeks, unlike that. So it's no, no, you'll have more time to do but, it. Um, but... I don't know. I just thought, as seeing as they're all on the A Access now, would be good on to do. But I've got plenty of other things. So I'll sort of on VR in a second. But I did play Trap VR. There's a demo out on the. shit! How did you get on with that? It was fun, actually. Yeah, it's really, really good fun. So there's a there's a demo, a free demo on on PSN, but you can also obviously buy Trap Mania itself has it's been updated to include 40 VR tracks. Um, but the devs are working to make sure every track currently in the game is oh, right. it will, will be VR enabled.
0: God, that'd be, up right. Joke. So I didn't realise it was only certain tracks.
2: I can't. Yes, I, I
0: can't imagine being in VR in Sean's shitty forest that he made for our Swap <laughs> <twat, laughs> Maitland Challenge. Oh, well, that'd oh, God. be easier because yeah. you'd have the depth perception instead of just being, what oh, the yeah, fuck is going on? The fucking robe was hidden behind trees. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it was a good track.
0: I yeah, can't. the
2: only issue with Demo, and I haven't played a full game and this might be in a uh, issue with that as well because the, the tracks are over in like 30 seconds or so Like they're, they're super short point to point but, um, but in the demo at least there's one with a massive massive drop and it really does make your stomach go it's really mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's exciting I didn't feel unwell it was just really exciting to you know drive off the cliff and go whoa you know you're bombing down the <laughs> down to ground 100 million miles an hour it's great fun
0: I love that gif where uh, someone was obviously streaming them playing uh, Trackmania VR and <laughs> you see the first jump they hit the first jump and then you see like the sort of camera t- tilt slightly to the left and you think what's going on here and then the car stops moving and the sort of it looks like they've uh the tilt their head as far over to the left as possible and then you realize that actually the first jump made them t- made them take their headset off and just leave it on yeah, the spot Yes.
4: <laughs> give up um
0: okay cool uh who's ne- who wants to go next James do you want to go
1: yeah i don't mind cuz um I mean, I've been playing two things, but I'll probably just start with Call of Duty.
0: Right. So you've been playing the third of the uh, the trifecta of uh, um, first person shooter games out in fall of yeah. 2016. Um, what you make? What do you make of it? I've heard mixed well, okay. things, man. Well you see I've got mixed feelings
1: about it as well because I mean I haven't played the multiplayer or the zombies and all the other stuff because this game comes with a lot of stuff. Like this there's, there's, you know, loads of options and loads of things to do. But I don't it's know, I mean I options. finished the Yeah, all the options. It's uh <laughs> I finished I finished the campaign. Um, although I did bump it back down to, to normal because normally I play them on hardened, but it was just irritating me too much and I couldn't be bothered and I found it was more enjoyable in you know, just in normal mode. Yeah. But um, it's it's a bit weird because, I mean, I played Black Ops 3 last year and this feels so similar to Infinite Warfare in, you know, to Black Ops 3 in so many ways. And it really feels like, I mean, they've now got, how many different franchises have they got now out of Call of Duty?
0: There's like well, when you Black think, Ops. Right. You can't include Modern Warfare. Uh, you can't include, well, Modern Warfare is done now, right? Is that right? Is it- yeah I don't, I don't think they're doing any more of that um they will they'll bring they'll bring it back no doubt um so i mean it's it depends what your criteria is cuz do you like consider uh, world at war to be in that
1: uh, well that instance? again that's that's another dead one isn't it because i haven't done anything with that for for ages mm. but i know but i mean every year they got they got something coming out and it seems that there are like two studios going so you've well, got it, like there's
2: free actually isn't it now
1: yeah. i don't know Oh, it's a great
0: great bit of research. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? But <laughs> yeah. so, either way,
1: the problem is is if they're going to do that, they really need to differentiate them better because this feels so much like Black Ops 3. Like it's it's again, it's futuristic. But it was really clear that when they started this, this was supposed to be like a new like a new direction, like another like another sort of sub-franchise of like Call of Duty. Mm. And because it's so similar to Black Ops 3, it doesn't really feel like that. And there's so much about the game that just feels like I'm playing the same game from last year. Like it it's um especially like things like weapons and everything, which which really feel so similar. And there's so much they could have done with like a future setting that they kind of don't. Yeah, you know, they sort of I mean, my overall problem with the game is the fact that they introduce really interesting ideas. Like there's the there's like space combat in this, which I don't think they've like done before. But they never go far enough with it it's always they still stay within like the sort of the cod mechanics for everything which kind of um sort of ruins things a little bit because there are some interesting ideas i mean the space combat's really fun it's really really good so when it's you say space
0: combat what what are you talking to is it vehicles or is it um normal first person shooting no, this is like um, like spaceships,
1: like you're actually flying like spaceships. And, like, and how much do I they mean,
0: let you loose with that? Because I know that they've done flying stuff in the past where you're literally just pressing forward rather than uh, controlling fully 3D.
1: No, no, it's fully 3D, like within like the environment that you're in. So, I mean, one of the other things that they've added to this, which is kind of good is that they've the game has side missions now. So what happens is you you're on like the bridge of a ship, like you know, a spaceship in you know in space, as it were, and um you can choose um, whether you want to go with the main story or whether you want to do side missions. The purpose, it seems, of the side missions is then obviously you get perks that then you know increase your power and then when you did the main quest it would be kind of easier. But the side missions are kind of interesting because they're kind of mixed up between um sort of attacking like ships whereby you like fly in. And then you sort of take out like sort of fighter escorts and everything. And then you land on the ship and then you enter the ship. like, And then it goes into that like first person, like first person shooter mode. And then you have to do something, you know, like destroy like a weapons cache or something like that. But then there's other ones which are just purely just space combat. It's just you're flying in space, sort of shooting down things. And it works really well. Like it's, it's really, really fun. I mean, I enjoyed that really more than the main story actually it was um it's so well executed i mean the only thing that's kind of a a shame about it is the fact that the ship doesn't have like any there's no like 3d map or anything so you can't see like you know where the enemy is or anything like that you have to rely on these um on like markers on the screen for like where you're being shot at from and things like that but um i know it's that's that's really good but the main game is still just really call of duty which if you like that you know obviously that's fine but they really could have done more. I mean, it actually feels like Black Ops 3, they did more, like with sort of extending it than they did with this. Like, you know, obviously in Titanfall, you've got much better sort of ability to sort of, you know, to traverse the environment, yeah? yeah? Yeah, Like you can you can really like sort of do wall running and stuff like that. In this, you know, they have stuff like wall running, but only where you where you're allowed to. You know, it really feels like it's sort of on rails, you know, that kind of side of things. And um I know, I mean, the other thing that I really did like about it is they really nailed the characters in this game because this is the first call of duty game I've played probably ever where I've actually begun to care about the characters in it wow. because they're really good. No, <laughs> that, that no, they're, quite no, no seriously, they're actually quite good. There's a couple of characters in it. I mean, particularly there's one character, which is like a robot, you know, sort of um, soldier, but they really nailed him. He's really good. Like really, I didn't hate him. You know, I was like playing the game and I just thought this is this is really I'm really liking this character and I want to see where they go with this. But the story, I see they've really put a lot of effort into this story, like because they've got, you know, like proper actors. They've got the whole thing. They've got Jon Snow from Game of Thrones as like the main like sort of villain. And Lewis
0: Hamilton's in it, isn't he? Conor McGregor.
1: Is that real? Because I saw a tweet about that, and was just like,
0: "Yeah, very funny." Yeah, no, he's in it. Yeah, he put, apparently he's like one of the pilots of a spaceship or something. Okay. I don't know why, and I don't know. And especially sports people appearing as actors in games. are like I mean, you don't see it happen often, but. If the journey in uh, FIFA 16 was anything to go by with with um, Harry Robot Kane, Harry Emotionally Dead Kane, there. <laughs> there's a scene in there, I don't know if I've told you, where um, you bump into him in the dressing room and you get to be all Larry to him back or whatever. And uh, he, he says, he walks past you, like, just as you're walking into the dressing room, he goes, oh, you're, you're all right? And then you got a choice of what to say, and I chose for him to say, uh, "Yeah, you ready for some competition?" <laughs> and then so I selected that, and Harry came and replied, "Yeah, I am. Are you ready for a competition?"
4: <laughs> like, Whoa,
0: wow. did, Harry, you are a walking NPC.
4: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Um, yeah. So I don't know what he's like in this. I've not seen the cutscene, but I know Conor McGregor's in it as well. He punches you at the start which is uh, he's in it for about a second, but they've used him all over the marketing campaign. So it's Mm.
1: significantly better than that. It's better than Harry Kane. I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's uh, (laughs) no, definitely. I mean, the first third of the game is not that good. I mean, you you know, when I first spoke to you about it and I said, I'm not really enjoying this that much. I just want to go and play destiny. Yeah. But then it, it does really begin to pick up. I mean, they've also got like space combat in the sense of like first person you're in space floating around And it's kind of like, you know, like the worst Bond film, like one of the worst Bond films, like Moonraker. It it really feels like that. Like there's all these people floating around shooting each other. It looks ridiculous. Um, But I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's, it's. I really enjoy playing it actually. It's just, and also the story is really short. It's a, it's a very, very short game. I mean, it was over just as it was starting to get good. It just, I just wish they'd sort of pushed the boundaries a bit more with this, which I know they're not likely to because they've got, Yeah, they've got like a core audience that really like this, but there's real potential here, especially for the um, like for the space combat and everything. Was I really enjoyed that? It's just um, yeah, they could push it further. But, but you said
0: something of- interesting there because the problem that I've had with these uh, modern um, Call of Duty games is that. You never, you no longer feel like you're in a big team, like in an army, like the single player games I'm talking about here. Mm-hmm. You never feel like you're in this big team as an army anymore. You never feel like your back's against the wall and you, you know, you're in this huge battle. It, it, like, you know, those earlier Call of Duty games did, Call of Duty World at War and. You know, even Modern Warfare and stuff like that—they really felt like that. And then Mm -hmm. it felt like I think with the first Black Ops was the first one where it felt more like a Bond game, like you were James Bond rather than Mm. a soldier fighting against an army. Um, And that's where I kind of started to drift away from them. Last year was the first first Call of Duty campaign that I never completed, Um, and I've got no interest in this one because it's just not what I want from you know those sort of games anymore.
2: How short is it, James? So um, you said it's really short. But how short?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think it may be sort of a a time perception thing. To me, it felt short, but then maybe it isn't. It's it's one of those sorts of things where I'm not. I'm not I'm really. I'm starting sure. to feel
0: like he hasn't played it, lads. I don't know about you. <laughs> starting to get. No, it, I, don't, editing, in it? Hours,
2: I don't know how long I played it in hours. I, I he wrote the I know, review no a
0: couple of months
2: ago, the fella. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to like the fact that the single-player campaigns were short, it's, uh, it was like a four or five-hour, you know, action movie romp, and I enjoyed it for that. But, uh, yeah. but that's,
1: that's what's what annoying about guess. this because it feels like it could continue. Like it really feels like it could have gone on for like a lot longer. I mean, the story is is like is really weak which is a shame because it really feels like they put like put a lot tried to put a lot of effort into it like to try and make it better but yeah it's it's really really super binary it's like you know good versus evil i mean even like during like the cutscenes and everything or like during the loading screens it has like quotes from like you know the bad guys and it's like yeah these are really evil (laughs) it's it's just it's just there's no subtlety at all which kind of ruins it a bit because it could have been a lot more interesting if they'd have tried that but yeah,
4: no.
0: Weird. Well, I'm interested to hear what you think of the multiplayer uh, next week. I assume. Yeah, yeah, I, I will give it a
1: go. It's um,
0: yeah, because uh, I don't know what you're like. I, we haven't, as much as we've played together online, we haven't actually played many competitive uh, multiplayer games together. Every other than football games. You Not know, for a long time. We
1: used to play. I mean, we used to play like um. Well, again original xbox almost like well no we used to play like uh, rainbow six a lot like we played but i guess that was
0: i yeah i can't remember how good you were at those games um i think you were quite good right no not
1: bad yeah like not awful but not amazing so we'll, or
0: anything. We'll see. This will be interesting because it, it that really does change your experience with these sort of games. If you're if you're just getting absolutely, I mean, Battlefield One is perfect for that because there'll be certain times where you play it and you're just getting shot and killed over and over, and you just think, I never want to play this fucking thing again. <laughs> exactly. Um,
1: that that's and that's why I started to move. I mean, I really prefer co-op games. Like yeah. I really really prefer playing co-op games yeah, because. Yeah. I don't like playing online with people that much, like in competitive, because it's just <laughs> horrible. People are horrible on there, and it's just like, why would I want to do that?
0: They keep killing me in the head before I can <laughs> even get my gun up, David. They're horrible to me on there. I don't like it. What else have you been playing?
1: Uh, we also played the uh, the trail
2: as well.
0: Yes,
1: which
2: so is the, trail the real is
0: game. Come Peter Molyneux. <laughs> have we all been playing this? Because I've I've played this as well.
2: Okay. I've probably made no, I haven't. I downloaded it, never started it.
0: Yeah, um, I haven't, but I probably played about forty-five minutes of it. But so this is Peter Molyneux's new mobile phone game that sort of come out without any l- lies from him, um, and it's.
3: <laughs> any segment at all?
0: It's yeah, yeah it's weird. Um, it's a walking game where you just walk and then you pick things up. Right? What did you? And then think? they ask you for money. How how much have you played of this, uh, James?
1: I've probably played about an hour or so. So not, right, not so much just maybe you have. just
0: a little bit ahead of me. And Sean, yeah. what have you how far into it are you? Uh
3: I was just looking at the the info to see if it actually tells you, which it doesn't, but um I'm I'm like a good few hours into this.
0: Right. This is gonna be interesting then. Uh I I'm interested to see I've got a feeling Sean <laughs> Sean and James have different views on this computer game. <laughs> James, go. Well, okay, so first of all, it does look lovely, and I
1: I do, like, the music is nice as well, and I, in the beginning I was kind of annoyed by it because I couldn't listen to podcasts at the same time, but then I did, you know, you obviously realise that actually it's an integral part of, like, creating the atmosphere of the game. And it does, I don't know, it's, it's kind of nice to play, you know, it's quite relaxing, I think, you know, to sort of go through, but it's the microtransactions which kind of destroy it for me. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Well, what, what? So, explain the micro transactions because with the forty-five minutes that I've played, I didn't notice any.
1: Well, they they do start to pop up in the sense of things become very repetitive, and it's very like because the thing is like you you have to use like you need like money to like do things like you know use a boat to cross a river and stuff. And in the beginning, they just give you this you know to let you go through so that you can sort of start to get into it. But then later on, that doesn't happen so much, and you have to start sort of grinding things. So that you can actually, you know, get it. But then there's also this whole sort of like, they got this like, watch this advert and we'll give you stuff like mechanic as well. You know, it's like watch this like, you know, you know. That is really awful.
3: Yeah. You're just you're happily walking down the road and then this awful woman runs past you and she's got like a big billboard on her and she says in this awful fake French accent, like, Oh, watch this and we'll give you some something free. And it's always um, you know, it's just an advert for a shit game um, that you can also play on your phone. Um, Goddess, yeah. <laughs> uh, please play Goddess, um, and that—that is—that's annoying. I mean, you can just run past her and ignore it, but it breaks it is the a illusion. A little bit irritating, like yeah, like what I think. The only thing that really, like, I so I'm enjoying it despite all this, although I can't refute any of it. I think what puzzles me is that the adverts are so pervasive that i'm never gonna spend any money on this yeah like like ever because i'm just gonna be like well you know like, there's this deal on at the moment where it's like six pound fifty and you get like a load of gear and some in-game money and and stuff like that and it's like yeah but it's not gonna make the fucking adverts go away so yeah. forget
0: yeah, that's, it that's i <laughs> And, that, um, and that's
1: what I really hated about it because it is like it does look so nice, and they've got the atmosphere is really is really really nice. But yeah. then it's like as soon as they start to add in all that sort of microtransaction stuff, you start to feel like yeah, this has just been designed to try and get money out of me. Yeah. And but I know, isn't I know that, game. No, <laughs> but that's the whole point. It's like this is the problem with free to play, though, isn't it? Where it's like the whole game is built around that. Where I know that all games are trying, yeah, you know, they're trying to make money, but they're also most you know good games are also trying to tell an interesting story as well or trying to like engage you in some way whereas this feels really cynical like in the way it's trying to make cash out of you there is a
3: bit of a story
1: um mm-hmm. as you have you had to write to someone
3: yet have you received a letter no i haven't done that no so uh, there's not a massive amount to it and um, just occasionally you'll get a letter from like you can decide if it's like a parent or like a lover or Uh, or something like that and basically they send you letters about how things are going back home badly um, generally seems to be the thing Um, and then you sort of write your reply and you can sort of choose like the options like like occasionally you'll just be like oh and I have learned how to do this and it'll be like hunting or um, crafting little wooden birds or something Mm -hmm. like that Um, so it's not massive um, in fact, now that I think about it, I think it's been nicked almost entirely from Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Um, <laughs> but it's quite nice, I suppose. The, the, basically, the thing I'm enjoying about it. So I'm I'm into like the mountains now, um, and I'm sort of like at the moment I'm just following those little quests. You get to learn like new crafting recipes and stuff yeah so and, and you know and it'll be like gather 12 feathers or six pine cones or or whatever and then like but like I'm at a point now where I can just look at the map and like go back to different parts of the trail and be like right well here's where the pine cones are here's where the feathers are here's this that, and the other and then I'm just sort of doing that and gathering stuff and crafting stuff and I'm against my better judgment I am quite enjoying myself I think Basically, Peter Molyneux just realised this would be a good week to give everyone a game where you just fuck off to nowhere and all you have to worry about is just walking around and crafting stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is why this is why I've gone back to Animal Crossing. <laughs> it, it feels amazing to play that after what's been going on. Yeah. But he also great.
0: understands that um, a business is quite important and should be uh, <laughs> things should be run as, as a business, so uh, give him some money, you <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so like you can you can see
3: like little sort of what what I would say are Molyneux-esque quirks that are probably nothing to do with him. Just little things like the inventory management in that you like you've got this this sack and everything you pick up just sort of falls into it, and you you sort of you, inevitably you start picking up too much stuff and things are like falling out of the bag. And anything yeah. that falls out of the bag, you have then got to you know pick it up again off the floor and put it back in, and sort of try and arrange things. And so inevitably, what you end up doing is like. So you've got everything that's in the bag, but you can just sort of keep piling stuff on top as long as you do it really carefully. Yeah, I and it almost becomes say, this little mini game. Like yeah, the, the,
0: the, yeah, the um, the inventory in this is um, I said yeah, you've got a. a the top of a bag at the bottom of your screen and you sort of pile things up on it and they, yeah that yeah. becomes its own sort of bal- balancing physics game, yeah, just yeah, keeping yeah. everything in the bag Um yeah so I, I played about 45 minutes of this and I just um it's not really for me to be honest with you I, I, I thought it did look pretty it was seemed like a good idea um, uh, it was just the control Control stuff, everything you control in the game seemed a little bit too tedious for me to keep, like, mm. hold my in- interest. And um, when I'm playing mobile games, what I've sort of realized now is that a mobile game should ask me, uh, like, th- the way I stick with a mobile game is how much of enjoy- enjoyment I get out of actions that I'm doing on my phone. So, like, obviously, as I've said, favorite game uh, on mobile was Freeze. And mm-hmm. that's because the swiping feels so. Um, Satisfying to do and and yeah. connecting things by swiping i I don't know it does something to my brain, and I enjoy joy actually using that app you know beyond actually playing the game um It's the same with things like new star soccer and stuff like that. It's all about the motion that i'm you know I'm actually doing something with my hands with this. Mm-hmm. it was more okay, I you know swipe up to make them walk a little bit faster. But then I, di- I didn't quite understand the management of my power bar with that. Um, the, then you sort of just look around, and if you see something, you sort of drag it towards yourself, and that didn't hold my interest enough to to keep me playing. Um, mm-hmm. Also, there was this really weird bit where um, I found someone exhausted on the floor. Oh, do you know? I was going to mention this because I was <laughs> I was annoyed about that because yeah, you, you, know, get... you must have done the same thing as me because I tried to give the person an apple, mm-hmm. and it didn't work. And I accidentally touched the item that was next to them. And yeah. then my companion yeah, like just true. went, you're a fucking
4: thief.
3: So that's like a little scripted event, isn't it? And yeah, like, yeah. and the, the woman comes up and says like, oh, here's someone who's passed out. And it was like, you could steal their
1: stuff. But no, it didn't no... even say steal. It just says you could pick up their stuff. So oh, I was right. like, okay, I'll pick it up. And it's like, you're a thief. And it's like, hang on, you just told me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> L, James. How old are
0: you? For <laughs> James not understanding the uh, the concept of uh, thieving. Of stealing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what I was saying is that yeah. I didn't even mean to do it. It was as if, like, I'd, yeah. it, you know, I tried to give the thing, the person, an apple. It's such a stupid mm-hmm. thing to moan about, but that's so un-Molyneux. Um, you know what I mean? No, yeah. It like, it's like, it's completely
3: misreading your intentions. And cause yeah. you could like, I'm pretty sure like when you collapse, it says like, Oh, do you want to wait and see if someone comes by and revives you? Cause I think like that is a thing that people can do. So it's weird that they sort of put that scripted bit in as a tutorial and right. Yeah. Cause it just sort of goes, Oh, you could, you know, take what's on the ground. It doesn't go, you could steal that stuff or you could revive them. It's up to you.
0: Um, so it just sort of fails as a tutorial bit. So here's a question. Um, did is there any sort of multiplayer stuff in it? Like, is there, can you leave messages for other players on the trail? Can you interact not with anyone else outside of
3: I, Not as far as I know. Um, I mean, you've got like, when you, when you're at camps and stuff, you've got like all sort of preset messages you can pick from, which is just like, well done. Thanks. Hello. Sorry. Stuff like that. Um, and like other people are around, and, but the actual interaction with them seems pretty limited. I mean, there's the little trading mini game, which I think is pretty good. Um, well, you know, it's not good, but it's diverting enough. Like, it's, it's more interesting than it needed to be in that you have this conveyor belt on the screen, which is slowly sort of pushing everything into a grinder at the end. And you sort of, you have to just chuck your stuff on the conveyor belt. And then the closer it gets to the grinder, the less it's worth. Um but it's like, you still get a bit of money for anything that goes into the grinder. But like, the whole idea is like you're putting stuff out that you think people will actually want to buy off you, and then I'll sort of grab it before it reaches but the grinder. But again,
0: that's all with interacting with like sort of artificial intelligence. You know what I mean? It's not actually. Well, I've been trying to figure this out people, because right?
3: I've definitely, like, I'm definitely, like, it does it with other people who are sat around the campfire. But
0: yeah, but I've definitely put stuff
3: people? down that is worthless, and people are grabbing it. And I don't know why. So yeah, I do suspect that might be bollocks.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's real people, right? I think it's yeah. just you know in-game characters that are working on stats and whatever as you as you're going along. Um, that's the that's the I, that's the fault I got uh, from it. But I, I was still like very early on, uh, yeah. definitely part of the tutorial. So I wouldn't expect that to be a real person anyway at that stage. Mm um, um but yeah, be but yeah i'm, and I'm
3: intrigued that basically the goal is like getting to this town that's like a 15 kilometer hike away um and it looks like once you get there like it's a different fucking game um from what i can tell is it's always like oh yeah you know you'll need to build a house and like you basically you're building this town town up and improving it and stuff um although inevitably that's just going to mean more going back on the trail and picking up
1: you know Rabbit I skins it's and gonna stuff. It's going to be like Goddess, that, where it's um, like that's not actually done yet.
4: You know
0: <laughs> yeah. come back in 2017. Well, or it could be worse. It could be like No Man's Sky. And um, can we even tell you what actually happens in the center of the universe on that yet? Probably not, right? You still determined to With get me? it, James?
1: Actually, I haven't played it for ages. You could just tell me. I, I, I've lost interest now.
2: <laughs> Matt. Yeah, you can tell me. I don't care either. Should we do a spoiler <laughs> bot?
3: Uh, better add, but I mean, I I do feel we should make clear that like you can't spoil something that's already crap. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: spoiler part, <laughs> you there?
3: Yes, but I have a new voice because the program we used to create me is fucked.
0: Yeah, we're gonna spend we're gonna spoil the end of No uh, No Man's Sky now. You can't spoil something that's shit in the first place. I know, I know. Sean's just made that point, but <laughs> just tell him how long to fast forward.
3: Two minutes and fourteen seconds.
0: Okay, right. So. I gave you a hint a few weeks ago about what's at the center of the universe, and I said, "Think of the worst possible thing that can happen, and it's that." What did you think it was? I don't Matt, know, Matt. Mm-hmm. Any ideas?
2: Um, y- you die.
0: Okay, James.
1: I don't know. There's nothing there.
0: Right, <laughs> <Hello. laughs> you both kind of right, I guess. Um, <laughs> it just zooms right back out as far out as it can and you start again with no, none of the stuff that you had. Okay, you're joking, right? No. Nope. Look it up on YouTube. It's fucking hilarious. There's some shitty music. The, the camera zooms back out and you start on a planet again.
1: <laughs> it doesn't even say well done or anything like that. <laughs> it
0: doesn't, does What's it?
1: What's the show? point
0: of that? I don't know. Why hype it up? Like, why even mention there's a centre of a universe if that's the should case?
3: Should we, while, while we're here, should we talk about the, how the Atlas thing plays out as well? Yeah, what's I that about? I don't know,
0: I don't know that, Sean.
3: Oh, do you not? Oh, fuck me, right. Um, so, you know, yeah, so the Atlas story path, which is you find in all these monuments and stuff, and you get in these Atlas stones, um, the Atlas stones, I presume you've been selling them when you get them, yeah? Because they're, they're worth a fortune
2: i've been keeping them because i heard there were end game stuff uh, okay um basically when when
3: you get to the final atlas station um it if you've got those ten atlas stones each one of which takes up an inventory slot mind you um and is worth a load of money um if you've got all ten you are it gives you the ability to create a new planet but it literally just tells you it's done it and it doesn't tell you where it is or what it is, <laughs>
2: no way,
3: or anything. Um, and if you no haven't got, and way. if you haven't got all ten Atlas Stones, it's just like, oh yeah, sorry, you can't do this.
1: Bye. <laughs> Brilliant. See, and I'm not surprised that people were so angry about this game <laughs> now.
0: Well, this is it, isn't it? They weren't hacked. Um, right. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Uh, it's weird though isn't it how they've gone
1: completely silent like there's been nothing and there was that whole thing there's, saying, a big,
3: there's a massive patch on the way but I'd...
0: yeah i'm sure
3: <laughs>
0: we'll see we'll see okay right uh anything else for us james no that's it oh, um, i started
1: playing uncharted 2 um yeah which is i'll tell you more about next week well hold on uh,
0: very different from the first one isn't it
1: yeah it's yeah it's yeah really much much better but yeah go on.
0: good <laughs> we'll get there um Okay, should I do mine? Um. Yeah, sure. I'm going to talk about times, uh, time splitters 2. I'm going to talk about Titanfall 2, uh, mm-hmm. the multiplayer, because we haven't really spoken about that. Um, I want to touch on the single player as well, because, Sean, you yes. said last week that you wanted to talk to me about it, so I was quite honoured. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I just want to say this to start with, because uh, I've been talking about it on Twitter and stuff, and I, I don't want to be like, overblow things and sort of just sensationalise things. I want to be very, very clear on my standpoint of of Titanfall 2. Um, Titanfall 2 is the best computer game ever made by anyone ever. (laughs) On any system of any period of time, it's the best game ever. 10 out of 10. Sean, what did you think of the single-player campaign? It's really good.
3: Um... It is good, isn't it? it's it's fucking wicked yeah um, there was maybe a couple of bits I could have lived without but it's only like because the rest of it is so like relentlessly inventive and enjoyable and so when there's like an occasionally slightly duff bit you're like ah oh, fuck this like the the boss battles in general um, wasn't too hot on those um, well the boss
0: battles were um, I found the boss battles really uh, uh, I, I mean they were there And we took a part in them. Um, I don't know what else they could have really done. And the weird thing about those boss Mm. battles is that the first time I did, like, the first couple, I was trying to hold Mm. back. I was trying to be tactical, and I was getting my ass handed to me. And then you realise that if you just, like, smash the shit out of them... Yeah. They're over in about thirty seconds, and yeah. they're not difficult at all. So <laughs> actually, hanging back and trying to be tactical with all your abilities just doesn't work. You've mm. really just got a hammer, a hammer the, the boss. And um, once I worked that out, they just—I mean—I was disappointed by them because the rest of the game is so spot on. The boss battles really aren't. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, like it's one of those ones.
3: You know, it's fucking special because you don't even want to talk about the mechanics of a lot of bits. Um, yeah. And when you're worried about mechanical spoilers, that's, that's a good thing. It is a good thing, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah,
3: yeah. Um, like, I, I thought the the way it ended was massively predictable, but still quite well done. Um, yeah, the whole, like, the, the relationship with BT and stuff is wicked. Um Oh, yeah, there's that one good. Scene- like, considering you know like when they when they said you know like oh yeah we're doing a single player campaign and everyone's like no, oh, I don't fucking need it, it's fine, just do do good multiplayer again. Like they could have like considering this was as far as we were aware just a move to make sure it shifted a few more copies. Yeah, yeah. You know because everyone thought it's su- the first one suffered because there was no proper campaign. Yeah. Like they could have just phoned it in and done oh look you shoot some lads, it's fine. Um. Is a bit of a story, maybe. Like they've definitely put way more into it than anyone would have asked of them. I think, Um, which is really cool.
0: Well, I think they've gone way beyond that. I I think they've genuinely made a fantastic campaign. And all right, Mm -hmm. it feels it may feel not as complete as um, you know uh, some single player focused first person shooters, uh, mainly because of Mm. the length of it. But I think the amount of ideas and different things that it does totally makes mm. up for that. Um, oh, yeah, sure. But, yeah, were you talking about the, uh, the Titan, your relationship with the Titan, I wasn't mm. that bothered about the Titan, to be honest with you, <laughs> until it did... And I'm trying to dance around what actually happens. The scene where he does something t- with his hand? Do you yes. know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean, John Denton sent me a video of him reenacting that and it is one of the funniest things I've seen, (laughs) if not this year, in my life. I watched it about 50 times. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Um, If I get the chance, I'll ask him if I can send it to you because it is absolutely (laughs) fantastic. Uh, Yeah, so I I could see what you're saying. I I think I was a little bit higher on it than you were and maybe that was because you'd heard um, a lot of stuff like a lot of yeah like by the time
3: i played it everyone was banging on about how good it was and you know it it doesn't it gets to that point where it doesn't matter how good it is you're just like yeah all right fucking (laughs) shut up um but uh, yeah i mean the the fact that i finished it in like two settings um i mean it is short but it's still rare for me to do that even with short games um i was just like fully like no fucking i will keep going no, like, I'm not... <laughs> you just, <laughs> like, no don't, you just don't
0: get bored, do you? you just, there's no, no point... No, doesn't let you. No, there's a couple of points where I was kind of like... I think it was mainly the, the first um 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Although it had a clever idea... Okay, so we could probably talk about that first level. So the first level, you find a Titan. Um, No, you don't. You The, <laughs> the first level, you kind of get given a Titan... Um, but it's in a bad state and you've got to fix it up to get into it. I mean, that is about as if a Titanfall game didn't start there, you'd be wondering what the fuck was going on. That was the obvious way to start. It's got a clever idea in that you feel like you're traveling away from the Titan for ages and you realize you're actually still in the same sort of area and you return to, um, to fix up the Titan once you've collected everything you needed to. Um, Although that had that cool idea, it wasn't enough to sort of feel like it was anything special, right? And that, that opening area, I'd say 30 minutes, 45 minutes, little bit slow. Um, mm-hmm. And at that stage, I was kind of thinking, oh, what's everyone raving about? Um, it's not until once you get past that, that things start really picking up and new ideas start coming coming at you. Um yeah. So although part of me thinks yeah I probably could have done without that first level I still thought it was okay. You know what I mean? It wasn't it, Yeah, plus it, it sort of, a bad it's got to
3: be there like it couldn't just go in all guns blazing no, it's you're about right. that build up, isn't it? Like
0: Yeah, yeah. Um and it was still essentially working as a um a tutorial at that point because there are a lot of obvious yeah. sort of areas where it's like okay, it's teaching you that you sh- probably should be wall running across this thing and <laughs> uh, and that sort of stuff. Um, but I can't remember from that point, I can't remember one moment where I thought I could do without this bit. You know, even those dodgy, not dodgy, but even those sort of really average boss fights were kind of like, okay, well, they're they're done now, and there was lots of exploding. That was pretty fun. Now let's get on to the next bit. Mm. Um, yeah, just fucking superb. Like, I, I, it's better than it ever needed to be, um, yeah. no doubt.
3: Um, yeah. um, I think it, one one really nice touch is the fact the way that so for the Titan you just pick up other loadouts and you can just switch between them. Yeah,
0: it doesn't. And it care, makes it? no fucking sense, but it just, it's just good. It's like fine. Well, it does a few things like that where it breaks the rules of the multiplayer just to keep things yeah. fun. Um, like yeah, so, yeah, you yeah. can carry two primary re- weapons. Uh, mm. Didn't really need to do that, but there you go. You can't yeah. do that in the multiplayer. You <laughs> either have a sidearm or or a. Um, or an anti Titan weapon as well as your primary yeah. weapon. But this one just lets you mix it up with two. Uh, and yeah, there, there are bits like that that it just goes, okay, let's not, let's actually think about what makes this more fun in single player. What matters in multiplayer doesn't necessarily matter in, in the single player campaign. So mm-hmm. they've changed things to sort of make it work, which is cool. Um, but yeah, the multiplayer then. Um, now, when I first played the beta, I think we talked about it on this show, um, mm. I was concerned there was a few decisions that were made uh, and it really didn't feel like it was up there with uh, Titanfall, the original game um, th- it's funny because I was so used to Titanfall I played out like hundreds of hours of it um, and I knew that game inside out, uh, I knew all the maps like the back of my hand, I knew what abilities worked for me and which ones didn't and um, and when I started on Titanfall 2, I tried to match all the abilities and take everything that I learned from the first game and, and, and just force it into the second game and it doesn't work like that. Um, mm. And I, I advise anyone that um, goes into this slightly worried that all the stuff that you used to doing in the first game that seems even nerfed or just doesn't work in the second, um, stick with it and mix up your builds. Keep changing until you find something that works. So... In the first game, I didn't use the cloaking. I used the sort of radar detection stuff, um, mm-hmm. and which allows you to see through walls, and that was really handy in the first game, and I, I sort of used it as uh, a real sort of pillar in my gameplay and that. Um, in this one, they've taken that ability out completely and changed it with this little radar thing that you throw, and then it lets the whole team see through walls, but only in that specific area, um, and only for a very limited amount of time. Um so basically, all these sort of abilities have either been moved to boosts or uh, just, you, you know, been nerfed for your standard abilities. Um, I found that that throwing device thing didn't really work the way that I wanted it to work. I wasn't really uh, into it. So I moved over to cloaking. And my God, the cloaking stuff is, is I find it so much more useful uh, in this game than I did the last. Um, hmm. And. You know, there's all sorts of uh, different rules to the cloaking. Like, uh, if if you're cloaked, then a titan can't see you, but a another pilot can. You know, Mm. they can see like an outline of you and stuff like that. It also means that your character's shape changes. um, And if you you're cloaked, you turn into this guy wearing this huge coat. Like, and so when you're not cloaked, you stand out a lot more on the battlefield than. Anyone choosing any of the other abilities. So, although there's the advantage of the cloaking stuff, there's a lot of disadvantages of using that specific character. Um, and that's a theme, that's just like a small example of a theme that runs throughout. Because everything you do in the game has advantages and disadvantages. If you're using a certain ability, you're not using something else that can counter that ability. And mm. um, the more you play, the more you realize that although you've found what you think is a complete cheat. Of a build that will absolutely tear people apart without you getting touched, you look around and there are people doing better than you using a completely different build. You know, it, it, there's so many different ways to build up your pilot and your titan and work them together that um, that it feels that everything is so balanced. There's no one style of uh, pilot that's winning it, it, games uh, game in game out. You know, there's not one weapon that seems better than others. I've seen such a mix of different different weapons on the battlefield that mm. it it just it's nailed that balance that made Titanfall one so good. Um, the second thing it does, it I, I mean, I was trying I was tasked with trying to convince my main group of friends that I play online games with to buy Titanfall because they've all got Battlefield and that's all they're playing at the moment. Um, and I said, look, you can't compare the two games. Battlefield is an incredible game in its own right, but that's all about teamwork and um, huge scale battles and these objectives and stuff like that. Titanfall 2 feels like you're putting a pound into a really good arcade game, and although it might not have the tactical uh, stuff that Battlefield has got, it's got non-stop action and non-stop moments where I've used the Xbox Record That feature so much for this game (laughs) because I'm constantly doing cool shit. There was one I posted up on on Twitter and stuff where um, I took down a Titan, then shot a pilot through a window, then my Titan got doomed, I launched into the air, entered my cloaking ability, landed behind two pilots firing at our Titans from this rooftop and just snapped both of their necks because they couldn't see me because <laughs> I landed behind them. There was another one where I was chasing this other Titan nonstop in my tight. And I was just chucking grenades at it. Finally doomed him. He ejected, launched up into the air. And when he was right as high as he could be, I fired a grenade, it splattered him in the air. It was just felt <laughs> amazing. And there, this game constantly makes me feel like a god. Like, constantly. Um, that that particular one, that second example that I used, was at an end of a game where I lasted the whole match without dying and got 18 kills. I never do that in a game. And don't get me wrong, in the next game I played, I couldn't buy a kill. I was getting fucked over completely. <laughs> but it it has so many moments where you just think, Yes! Like the highs far outweigh the low points of frustration, um, and by the end end of the round, I just want to play another round again. I'm um, mainly playing attrition at the moment. Uh, I've played hard point. I like um, I like all the game modes really. Even pilot versus pilot is a lot better in this game because there's a. There's a certain map that if you play on that mode, it feels really, really good. There's a lot of standoffs, and um, in fact, actually, there's two maps. There's one where you look up a hill, another one where you're in loads of like sort of domed areas all linked together with corridors. Um, those two maps are fantastic for pilot versus pilot. Um, I think Last Titan Standing is not quite as good as it was last time round, um, mm. mainly because the maps feel a little bit more closed off rather than completely open. Uh, but I've not played on every map on that game mode, game mode yet, so maybe I'm just missing out on sort of the correct map to play that on. Um, there's uh, a bounty hunt, which is just insanely frustrating, but also has this yeah, flow, which I is... Did.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I I am maybe just a bit too shit. Uh, stick with hunt. it because I um, think
0: you'll find that a lot of people around you are in the same boat. I think you assume that everyone's got true. like pockets full of cash and they haven't. So with Bounty yeah. Hunt, the idea is that there's um, challenges that both teams have to do. and What what that is, that's usually an area where there's loads of grunts that you have to take down as many as possible or the two titans get dropped and you've got to blow them up. Um, the more damage you do to the objectives, the more cash you get in your pocket... Um, and then once that round is over, two uh, banks spawn, and you've got to make it to the bank and cash that money before getting shot by other pilots. If you get shot by other pilots, you lose fifty percent of what's in your pocket, um, and it's incredibly frustrating because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've had four, five hundred dollars in my pocket, and just to get shot by some prick from behind, losing yeah. two hundred dollars feels fucking awful. But as I say, I think that's kind of the way everyone feels when they play that game you're not on your mm. own so it is frustrating but once the more you play it the less frustrated you get because you kind of think oh no this is just a normal thing me losing mm. 200 is not the end of the world uh, it yeah. seems to be happening to everyone in this game mode uh, but the ebb and flow of that is is fantastic because you go from battling these uh computer controlled characters to turning your gun on a pilot that you can see in the corner of your screen also trying to battle them uh, to then suddenly trying to set up base around a bank to take out any pilots that's trying to bank, uh, you know, kill them before they get there so you can nick their money and bank it yourself. It's wonderful. I stole like $130 off one guy just about to cash in. (laughs) It it felt so good. Um, Yeah, and you know, Amped Point, we spoke about it before. That's really good. uh, Really good fun. Um, The biggest problem I've had so far is that I haven't played in big teams like I did in Titanfall so I'm finding yeah. it hard to grasp what works in terms of team play um, and and what doesn't uh, and if the team play stuff is is still in this game. Um, I've mainly been playing on my own but every time I've played it I've had an amazing time there's not been one bad session uh, and yeah I mean again just full of ideas my favourite idea in the multiplayer is that you can level up all your guns and when you get them high enough, you get a little ticker on the side of your gun telling you how many kills you've had from using it. It's beautiful. My my main weapon's up to, I think it was 480 last night. Kills with that one gun. Feels fucking good, man. Every time that ticks over with two zeros at the end. It's beautiful. I'm trying to break it. I'm trying to get it to a thousand because there's only three counters on it. I want to see what happens. Um, <laughs> It's the most fun I've had in an online shooter, full stop. And I've played, you know, I'm including Time Splits 2, GoldenEye, um, uh, you know, Halo, all those games. This is the most fun I've had. I'm not saying it's... Well, I am saying it's the best. It's the best best (laughs) first-person shooter shooter I've played, uh, multiplayer shooter. And when I say it's the best game, you know, that I've played... uh, Obviously, there are several best games i've ever played. you know there are games that have affected me emotionally through story. there are games that I that blow me away visually and you know you look at Battlefield one and the, the amount of work that's gone into making that game work be it just introducing the amount of players that are playing at once or the sort of tactical element behind the game is is absolutely stunning and blows me away but for this, the sheer fun factor and the stuff you do within the multiplayer that isn't driven by set pieces, obviously, because it can't do that in a multiplayer, but just the mechanics of the game steering everything towards you doing cool shit constantly is mm. just incredible. And and it just makes me want to give up my job and move to a remote village that <laughs> has a decent internet <laughs> connection and sit and play this all, all day every day until my eyes fall out. It's fantastic, properly fantastic. Um, I've even ordered it on PS4 now, so I've double dipped on it just so that I can play it with other people. Because can I borrow your Xbox One I'm... version? No, no, you can't, <laughs> James. Because he I'm going to be both, switching James. between both. Yeah, yeah. Look, literally, that is genuinely what I'm going to do. I've I've got friends on PS4 that are going to be playing it. I've got friends on Xbox. I'll be switching between both, no doubt. I'm going to break those tickers on both those games, man. Fuck. <laughs>
3: Yeah, like, I know I'm, I'm excited for you um, getting the PS4 version because I'm, I'm in the same boat in that I've not played it with mates properly yet. So I've got no I've got no sense of the sort of interplay between the different abilities and classes, if you can call them that. Um, whereas, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've said on Twitter, I sort of still prefer Overwatch a little bit. Yeah, i insane, but, yeah. Just because just because Overwatch is sort of very committed to not pissing you off when things go wrong in that you always you always feel encouraged with Overwatch, whereas I've definitely had a few shiters on Titanfall 2 and just been like, ah, fucking no, I'm having a bad evening. I don't want to play this.
0: Well, see, because um, I, I joke when I say, like, you can't compare Overwatch with Titanfall. They're, they, they're going for different things. Yeah. They're completely yeah, different yeah, games yeah, exactly. and they're both good in their own right. Yeah, I think maybe you're a little bit too worried about how you're performing on like mm. one of the great things it does in attrition it doesn't show how many times you've died at the kill yeah. screen at the end is because it's not yeah. about that. I mean you're expected to die a lot in this game. Yeah. Um mm. you've just I think Sean when we play we're just gonna really just smash different abilities, try different things mm-hmm. um and I think once you find your build that'll be it. You, you'll yeah. see a completely different side of this game. Because it took me a while to yeah, get there yeah, as yeah. well. And when I first started playing it, I was like, this is not as good as one, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mind playing it, so I'll continue playing it. And then yeah. I found things that I like doing in the game, and then I started piecing things together. Like, you know this new battery system?
3: I fucking love that.
0: It's a good I, idea, I, right? Yeah. Um. And I saw someone complaining about it on Rollmark today, saying the problem is once you steal the battery, the Titan gets a huge icon on their HUD that mm. sits over the pilot's head as you're trying to get away. So they've got right. such an advantage to just wipe you out. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, every time I get a battery nicked from me, I if if my smoke, um, yeah, anti smoke stuff, my anti pilot smoke stuff. Isn't built up yet. I just think, okay, I'll just wait because I'll be able to see exactly where they are. I'll kill them and nick my battery back. And it works non stop because people don't know what they're doing yet. What they don't realize is Mm -hmm. that take an electronic um, grenade with you because the moment you jump off that Titan with their battery, chuck it at the Titan, and they can't see shit. (laughs) <laughs> you've got more than enough time to escape from there. Um, also, if you've got the grappling hook, just stick the thing then zoom off up into into a rooftop or something. There mm. are ways around that stuff mm. uh, and that's, what, that's why it's so important that you find the right build because if you are if good at nicking batteries, you need to have the right equipment to get away.
3: Feels like one of those games that you just sort of... Like, I don't know if you get this, especially with online stuff, where you like you die dying a lot and you just think, well, I'm just going to keep playing and I'll just get better, like just through practice. And you forget that you have to think <laughs> yeah. and you have yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you have to like be like an active participant in your own learning about the game. You can't just keep throwing yourself in, into it and just think, oh, well, my reactions will get better. I'll get better at aiming and wall running and, 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 and all that shit. It's like, no, just fucking slow down and look at what's working and what isn't and think about the abilities and how they work together and how, the game operates and you, yeah,
0: absolutely. And those, yeah. and
3: those, those things exist, you know, those, those sort of not, not exploits, but you know what I mean? And the, the sort of the way they interconnect and bounce off each other is really well done. I think
0: also, I would really recommend if you are playing this and you're failing to totally get into it, spend some time in the sort of practice area, the tutorial mission and, um, mm-hmm learning how to wall run properly and learning the mechanics of it. I mean it's pretty obvious what you're supposed to do, but it's pretty hard to get bang on to it because once you start working that stuff out, this it's more of an advantage in this game than it was the last because your speed boost is so big on this. Like you just absolutely zip yeah. through maps if you're if you're wall running or sliding and stuff like that. Basically, you should never be running along the floor. It just doesn't, there's no advantage of doing that. You're just leaving yourself open to get absolutely hammered. Um, it's all about wall running and getting into positions behind pilots uh, that, that work so well, man. It's good. It's good. Mm. Anyway, that's why I love that game. And um, I'm sure I'll be talking about it more before the end of the year. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry that, that people are getting tired of me on Twitter just banging on about it. And people will get tired of me banging on about it on this. But at the end of the day, as I said on Twitter, Man, there's a lot of negativity all over social media at the moment. Just allow me to fucking gloat like gloat. to Just let me have this. Let me have this. (laughs) At least it's positive. All right? And also buy it because it hasn't sold that well. Fucking more people bought Forza Horizon 3 this month than they did uh, Titanfall. (laughs) And that's absolutely gutting for me. I just hope it's like uh, Rainbow Six and it just continues. Mm. On the complete opposite end of the spectrum i've been playing everybody's gone to the rapture hey you've you've played this sean right
3: i have i've actually been back to it since we talked about it because i i knew this was going to come up and i'd only like i bought it ages ago but i foolishly bought it the week before i got married um so basically had like one evening on it and then went to get married and then obviously life stops um so yeah and and obviously it's since been on PlayStation Plus so well done me 15 quid down the toilet. Oh. Um but uh no I I like it. I'm not saying it doesn't have problems. Um but I am a fan of it but you how uh, how are you
0: getting on yeah, well you know cuz i've texted you and uh, an i know this for you, the show dave Let's something <laughs> something happened to change my opinion very slightly i got to okay. the end of the first story and yeah. uh it did some cool shit to the environment that made me go mm-hmm. wow that looks pretty my mm-hmm. problem with the game is that well a it runs like shit on ps4 i've i mean going from 60 frames of titanfall to this is an absolute <laughs> shocker i mean
3: I I don't I think it's absolutely fine. The frame any... rate is dog shit,
0: Sean. It's Whatever. dog shit. You know it's, it's got fine. the run. You know it's got the run button on it, right? Yeah. You know it works sort of uh, incrementally, like it. You yeah. slowly build up. I mm. it, I can see when the speed of my character is going up each notch, each each not, notch. Fucking yeah. hell! Because it jolts a bit, like the, it drops a frame <laughs> when it's going. Okay, you're going a bit faster. Um, Okay, I've I've genuinely not noticed that, but I'll I'll believe you. For a game that that is... um, It's a a story-driven game. If you've not heard about this game, you you start off on a village that's completely empty, and there's this sort of yellow light that kind of leads you around, but it doesn't really. It does some weird shit. I don't get what it's trying to do at all times. It's a bit weird. Um, But you stumble across different houses and different areas of this village and these sort of weird light ghosts appear, and they talk to each other and act out sort of a scene in front of you, and you sit and you watch that, and you move on. Um, for a game that's focused on that sort of stuff, the story so far has, is absolutely is full of no intrigue, and I've got no interest in any of the characters or what they're doing in it. Um, right. Literally nothing, Sure, Like I, I said to you in the week, Gone Home uh, is a very similar game. There's not action in it it's you know there's a lot of walking about and just taking in a story and experiencing a, a story and an environment Um that sets you up with a premise you know girl comes home her family are out you're looking around the house that gave me enough and that that was just a tiny little thing to set the ball rolling and then the further you get into it, the more you start naturally realising that stuff is going on between these characters and you want to hear more about it. On this, it just drops you in and it feeds you some shit and just goes, oh, and I just don't care about anything. Like, <laughs> nothing. There's nothing they're talking about where I'm thinking, oh, no, wow, what's this mean? That I've got no emotional attachment to anything that's going on. and that's Okay, fucking
3: so weird, my... Though. My enjoyment of, like, it is it is a weird story um, in that you know, like a lot of it is, like, so, like, mundane. My enjoyment of it is derived from, like, we've all seen films or whatever where, like, cool, handsome young people deal with, like, weird sci-fi shit. What you don't see is how, like, the cast of the fucking archers... would react to weird sci-fi shit going on. And that's sort of what I like about it in that it's just, it's loads of just boring normal people having something really weird happen to them and then sort of attempting to deal with that without like, you know, loads of stupid sort of pop culture knowledge and like, and how like a lot of them sort of get really religious about it or just, they just cannot get their fucking heads around what's happening. That is Um,
0: not, that. I, I don't even care. Like, I, I Honestly, I don't care what these people think about it because I, I think the voice acting is, there are a couple of decent voice act, voice actors in there, no doubt, but there's a lot of fucking terrible ones. Um, See, but
3: again, I, I feel like the way it's recorded and delivered and everything about it to me is, it, I think is supposed to sort of, remind you of the archers i don't suppose you've ever listened yeah, to it no, i, I have. never I, I have. like i've and never sat down and listened to it but i'm you know vaguely aware of no, it
0: i've heard the style and the style yeah. is kind of there's these you're really aware that there's actors reading lines and for yeah. a game like this that's a fucking terrible thing to happen the archers the archers <laughs> whatever right that happens that's about and people listen to it fine mm-hmm. but i ain't into that and I'm playing this, and you listen to the voice acting in Saigon Home, which is yeah. just monologues. That yeah. feels like it's got more passion in in it than anyone I've met in this game. Mm-hmm. Like, in this game, it literally does sound like people are just reading lies. Even when they're talking over each other, it feels like amateur dramatics. And that really <laughs> put me off. Like, it, it sort of disconnected me from the off. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, man, this is really, really scripted.
3: <laughs> I mean, my my occasional frustrations with it are as you say you've got this ball of light which is sort of seems to be showing you the way to go and, and like it just the fucks game... off
0: in a different direction or back to where you've just been and you're kind of yeah like,
3: or like you'll follow it yeah you'll follow it a certain way and then it'll go uh, actually and then it'll disappear behind you and you say sort of, oh fuck <laughs> yeah. that's that's not successful and even if it was like even if it just led you through the main story you're aware that there's there's secret stuff hidden around there's all you know other little sort of vignettes with, with characters and stuff and if you don't want to miss those things you sort of like well the ball's going that way so does that mean i should go anywhere but that yeah, way yeah no, in order really to sad. you know um so that that's frustrating um there are it also that ball sorry. of
0: flight though that 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 um, the one thing that I do appreciate that, that isn't part of the, the set pieces that you see, there are moments where you're looking over this incredible... Because the game is stunning to look at, frame rate yeah. aside. Um, you know, these fields and the, the, the... I mean, it's really looks beautiful. Um, mm. There are moments where it looks like a painting or even a photo of this village and you see this ball of light sort of travelling in the distance across the grass. That mm. kind of got to me a little bit because I was like... Oh yeah, I'm in a game. You know what I mean? And wow, look at that! That that looks really pretty. You know, it looks re- it's very artistic and it's very affecting at times. And um, just visually, I think that that works. Uh, it's just there's nothing about it, nothing else that does about it for me. But anyway, mm. sorry, you were saying.
3: Uh, no, just like, I I do have frustrations with it. Um, it, like, and I, you know the the movement speed thing. It seems. It seems crass to be like, oh yeah, and you fucking you move around really slowly. I get why they've done it, but it does fucking take a long time to get around. Sometimes it's tedious (laughs) tedious as fuck, mate. Um, Like I I do really enjoy absorbing the atmosphere, but especially like because sometimes you have to do a bit of backtracking if you feel like you've missed something. It's like, well, I've gone this you know down this path, but I could have gone off this way, so I've got to work my way back. And that does. you know get get pretty old um but no like overall i think it is it's a worthwhile thing to exist. i i, I read I, a
0: review uh, i went back and read a review of it um i think it was on IGN mm-hmm. and they were talking about how their favorite thing was how they was so invested into what was happening to the village and how things unfolded and mm. um how their theories were proven wrong at a certain points, proven right, and other points, and mm. that was really, and I just cannot relate to that because I'm just <laughs> like, fuck, who cares? Like, fuck off. No, you see, I,
3: like, I I really appreciate the mundanity of it, and the yeah, just like I say, what what if something weird and inexplicable happened to a sleepy little rural village?
0: I couldn't um, give a shit, mate,
3: where, where no one plays video games or watches <laughs> films or yeah. <you> know. <laughs>
0: A place without Netflix. Fuck that. Um, The
3: the only character I I really dislike is Kate, who's the woman who's seemingly responsible for everything that's going on. The
0: American woman? Yeah. Yeah, she Uh, seems like a prick, doesn't she?
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's all going to, you know, if I finish the game, it's all going to, like, make sense and turn around, but it basically seems like so stuff's going wrong and people in the village are disappearing and her partner, Stephen, who's involved in the research, is just constantly telling her, we need to fucking stop this, it's going wrong and she's like, no, 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 no. it's really important, we've got to carry on. And it's like, you're a dick, mate. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know, I mean, maybe if you get to the end, it turns out she was right all along, but
1: she's I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, so James, you've, you've downloaded this game, you're going to play it, are you? I will play it, yeah.
1: I've I downloaded it this evening, so I'll give it a go
2: this week.
0: And Matt, you're still alive, right?
2: Uh, no, I died about half an hour ago.
0: All right, cool. No. Um, okay, so that was that was me. PS4 Pro. <laughs> PS4 Pro. Um, bro. <laughs> Jay, uh, Sean, let's go for you yeah.
3: now. Right. So, um, I've played, and I know you have also played, David, uh, the closed beta of Steep. I have Ubisoft's new skiing and snowboarding and. Uh, wingsuiting and
0: just everything it? no, para- uh, para- para- it? it's fucking incredible it's fucking brilliant isn't it I, I'm not a fan yeah nor am I it's, uh, it's dog shit no right full disclosure actually we need to say this first this, yeah. is, a, this is an open beta it's yeah. quite early on right when's this game coming out do you know it's next year like sometime
3: a, a week or two isn't
0: it I thought it was quite soon no. Ch- ch- Matt, can you check out the release date for Steep? Should I'll remember. check. Um Uh yeah, I got well, full disclosure, this isn't the final game. Things may improve by the time it comes out. Now you can continue. <laughs> it just It just feels horrible. Do
3: you not think? Like it just when you you're snowboarding, there's just there's no sense of
2: speed. Yeah, it sorry, really this game out on second December. Oh yeah. my god!
0: I did not know it was just around right the corner. <laughs> that makes that makes this a lot worse then because it's got so many problems that I don't yeah. know what I don't know where to begin. And I was just assuming that this was really really early build. I mean there there's yeah the momentum is just not there, and that's yeah. basically down to how bad the physics are in this game. Yeah, like yeah. how you can like. Doesn't feel that you're going down a hill. It feels like you're being dragged somewhere. I think if that yeah makes it feels sense. like
3: it feels like the the snow is like slowing you down. Like gravity's doing its best, but
0: it's and <laughs> it's then like you're fighting against it. Where you're hitting, where you're going at a, what you feel is like a decent speed, and then you go to go up a ramp and you you just sort of stop before you reach nothing, the end. Yeah, and then and, you- you, and
3: like and when you just sort of you know you can go straight into a fucking rock or something. And you just kind of bounce off it.
0: well the rock stuff is weird right because you've got a you've got a life bar Mm -hmm. it kind of feels like a first person shoot a life bar where you can regenerate if you don't get hit but if you scrape down a rock with Mm. so you're on your snowboard and you're just going down a rock it treats that as losing health so (laughs) although you don't look like you're in any pain or danger you suddenly start dying. And it's kind of like, why is that And it happening? does the fucking... It makes the edges
3: of the screen go red and you hear your guy it heavy does. breathing like it's a fucking first-person shooter. It
0: totally does that, yeah. <laughs>
3: um, um, and it just, like... The whole thing just feels really, like, confused and messy. Like... Like the fact that it's, you know, I get this whole concept that it's just like, dude, here's a load of mountains from real life that we stitched together, and you can just do whatever you want from them. But then, like ten minutes in, you're like, do you know what? I quite like it when game developers design things. Yeah,
0: like
4: yeah, <laughs> and actually and I, think I about know, courses.
0: And... I don't know how fair that is. Like, um, I think a co- as a concept, it could still work. I just think there's actual mm. problems. That, like as a concept, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, mm. as an execution of that concept, it 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 fails to do a lot. Right, you know, there's the whole getting stuck on scenery stuff that is just. Yeah. There are moments where I'm trying to get from. It's telling me to go from point this point to that point. Right, that's one of the mm-hmm. first tasks it, it it um lets you do. But if you slightly go the wrong way, there seems like no real way of getting back there without some either tediously walking through the snow. Mm. Or just resetting, um, and then when you finally do make it to that, you know, the the goal, mm. the the track that leads you there doesn't feel like it's pushing you towards that. There's no real reason to take that sort of route to the yeah. destination because it's there's not set jumps. There's no real anything really nice to look at. Um, it just feels like okay, you've made it to this bit now. Now, now you need to make it to that bit, and it's there's no fun to be had so far. Yeah, and the yeah. control setups are fucking crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. So usually you expect to hold X down to jump, or in more recent uh, years you fiddle the stick to do all your jumps and your tricks. On hmm. this, it's R two and L two, which is also your grab the board button. It just feels yeah. complicated for like me. And It's not, it's not
3: really clear, so when you're snowboarding, yeah, it's not really clear, like, so the left and right sticks
0: do something slightly different to each other, but it's not really clear what I found. Well, the right stick's flipping and the left stick's turning, I think.
3: But no, but like, just, not even when you're jumping, when you're just on the ground.
0: Oh, I see what you're
3: saying. I don't, I'm not really clear what the difference is between the two. Um, But yeah, the stunts are just like, you spin for a bit and then there's you let go and he automatically writes himself um i don't know if you've done there's one of the challenges where it's like oh yeah like do shit loads of tricks before you get to the bottom or um or whatever and then it lets you like it does this little tutorial where it's like oh and here's how you view like other people's replays and it shows you like someone getting a really good score and they're just fucking hitting things constantly and then just sort of Doing shit, little tricks constantly off tiny bits of scenery. It's like the one, it they're look, more glitching
0: it than they are actually.
3: Yeah, it just looks crap.
0: Yeah. Um. And it's just yeah,
3: like, Weird. and it's one of those ones that, like the fact that you can always just go to the map and like just you know warp to like any one of these sort of you know points, like preset points. And initially, like, oh wow, that's really convenient. And yet somehow, fifteen minutes in, you're like, fuck's sake, like I've got to go back to the map and warp somewhere else. Like somehow becomes really
0: irritating. Um, yeah, because it like there feels like no real way to get to the bottom of the mountain. It just feels like you're fumbling yeah. your way down a mountain yeah. rather than. And you know, yeah. skate. The skate games felt a lot like this to start with. Um, maybe there's a, a an art to it that we're missing, um, mm-hmm. but it doesn't excuse the weird physics and and the sort of lack of anything visually pleasing <laughs> you know what I mean uh, yeah. it really does feel like more of a demo than, alright it is a demo, I get that, mm. but what I'm saying is it's got the feeling of of, of sort of a, a a concept game rather than an actual full game that's just about to come out that I've just found out about
3: Did, um, did you lose your mind when it showed you that full, uh, that weird sort of radial pause menu with all the different coloured buttons on it and the Fucking! Did, no. you, did you get Did you get to that bit?
0: Um, yeah, I, I must have done. I've played it. I played it for a while, but I don't remember anything jarring me like that.
3: It's like um. you just. Uh, you do one bit well, i can't remember it's something like when it's teaching you how to upload replays or or save a, a line or something yeah and it's like oh yeah and then press this button and it brings up this like pause menu and it's like you've got this circle in the middle of the screen and then there's about fucking 20 other tiny little circles all around it that are all <laughs> color-coded because they're parts of different menus but they do different things and and you just look at it and you just go oh fuck off
0: yeah, everything I mean, seems horrible. like it's making it difficult for you. The UI yeah. is just shocking, and as yeah. well as the co- uh, the control scheme, because it's the amount of times I was just wanted to do something, and suddenly I was in the map again. I was, yeah, and which is me pressing the wrong button. I get that, but nothing feels natural. Like nothing, yeah. everything feels like you're struggling against what the game's actually asking you to do. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, also, like I know it's it's realistic and they're all real mountains and stuff. Why does it feel like there's only about three colours in the whole game?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it does. It really does. Ah, we just want tricky Yeah,
3: what a shame. Like I was, I mean, I, have you know, I know a lot of people are like, you know, really big fans of SSX and Amped and and all the rest of it. I've, I've got no real history with snowboarding games, despite knowing that I would probably really enjoy them. I still feel like I should play the last um, SSX because I gather, Apart from the Deadly Descent bits, that was wicked. And I definitely really enjoyed the demo of that. But I just, to me, yeah, this, this supplies none of the the thrill I would expect from a snowboarding game. Um, it's just, and it's weirdly telling as well that I just feel like I'm just focusing on it as a snowboard game. I've got no interest in just like parachuting around. The wingsuit stuff is okay. Uh,
0: did you find I... that the, the camera angle behind the wingsuit was just a complete ball ache? Because I had no <laughs> sense of how close I was to things. To think, yeah, I was just hitting stuff all the time. And you know, in the first bit, it, there's a, this little sort of cave that you can fly through. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I tried that about eight times because it just felt that the camera was not telling me exactly where my uh, where my dude yeah. was, and he was just mm-hmm. clattering into walls and stuff. Yeah. It's
3: weird. Yeah, yeah. Very very odd. Uh, I mean, the the skiing, I didn't even try. No, I've um, not tried that I, yet, no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what a yeah. shame. What mm. a shame. Uh, okay, anything else? Uh,
3: yeah, I also, um, so I was very ill last week. Um, oh. Yeah, I had a fucking bladder infection or something. We don't really know what it was. All I know is I spent three days absolutely off my face on Cocodomole, Um and I played the Tomorrow Children. What is that? So this is this is a free to play game on the PlayStation 4 and it's by um I've fucking forgotten the name, but it's the people who did all the um Pixel Junk games. Is it Q, game? I games?
0: Know. I see I Q games? I don't I wanna say Q
3: Games. Let's say it's Q Games and I haven't just made that <laughs> up. Um, so I really liked a lot of the Pixel Junk games, I thought they were really good. Um this uh, so this was announced at E3 a couple of years ago and it looked weird then. And it's still weird now. Um, so this is a game which is set, like it's got all this sort of, it's all sort of Soviet styled. Like it's all, you know, everyone calls each other comrade and it's all about working toward, you know, working for the betterment of society at large and stuff. And it's it's set in the future where there's been some sort of cataclysmic event that has basically destroyed all time and space and all that's left is this place called the void which is just this endless grey plain um, and occasionally like little islands rise out of it with resources on them so right. you have you're like a kid you're all you're all just like little girls and you, you can change your outfits you're
0: a child yeah gosh
3: gotcha. um and you so you have, like, a town, and there's other people in it, like other players. Um, it's an MMO, basically, kind of. you sort of assigned to this town, and, it's like, and you can build your own little house, and there's, like, sort of municipal buildings and shops and stuff. And basically the town is repeatedly getting attacked by giant monsters who just sort of appear sort of on the horizon, and then you sort of all got to get in these turrets and shoot them and make sure they don't wreck the fucking town because you're all building it together. And then, yeah, and occasionally, like, these islands rise up in the distance and you have to get on a bus and it takes you out to these islands and the islands are all fucking weird. Um, Like I saw one that was like, they were like, it was all made out of like giant boots that were like sticking up out of the ground, like upside down. And then another one was just all sort of like spheres. Uh, One was like a wrecked ship, like the hull of a wrecked um, like boat. Sorry, um,
0: he's randomly
3: generated. And you basically, I don't know, I've no idea, right? As I say, I was on a lot of painkillers at the time, but I gather <laughs> this is this is just what it's like, at like you know, even if you're completely sober. Um, yeah, so you go out to these islands and basically, and then it's like like a slightly rubbish Minecraft, and you sort of getting resources out of these things, and then hopping back on the bus and going back to town, dumping your resources off, and then players can like, like, it's weird. You don't have, like, you've got your own inventory, but anything you gather, it's like none of it's for you. It's all for the town. So you just sort of, you take it back to town and you just dump it in this, like, you know, this sort of shared resource area. And like the idea is amazing. Um, but just everything about the execution is so confusing and weird um, that it's just impossible to get into. And it's a real shame because I think it's really interesting. Um, but it's just—it's so difficult to get your head around. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's the Tomorrow
2: Children.
0: Go get it now on if you... PlayStation for free. Yeah, mate, do that. Sounds blinding, right? Mm. Is that it? <laughs> that is it. Cool. Um, Matt, what's going on, mate? With what? You've been very quiet.
2: I'm worried about it. Well, I—I—I I, I haven't got time for, and I haven't played the Tomorrow Children. Didn't play the Steep Beater. Yeah. Or Order or trail. So, oh, uh, sorry, I'm just, what do you want
0: to do? You want to do? You want to talk about that? Are you alright? No, I'm okay, just I... worried about your well being, mate. I have you got the headset on now. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what I want to know. I'm
2: taking off since I got it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: we have got um, something to
1: talk about. Apparently, yeah, we, Zelda's we, we, been we delayed. News. Yeah. You're yeah. kidding
2: me. Yeah. Well,
1: okay. This is Emily Rogers again. You know who's been a pretty good source in the past, but yeah, she says it's been. It's been delayed till the summer now.
0: Oh my god, that is... What are they... Oh, so that's well, not going to be a launch game for the NX. Do you want
1: to know what, what the reasons are that she's given? Go on. Okay, so apparently localization on the game is a massive thing and they're not anywhere near finished with it and it might not finish until December. And then they need another four to six months of testing before they can release it. So it's like bug-free. So this is why summer is looking more likely now.
2: It's going to be a big I mean, blow. The, they never said March was a release date. They, they just said 2017. Yeah, everyone just assumed. I'm sure they said March. At some I'm sure time.
3: they no, gave they, an
2: actual they, date. They said 24th, didn't yeah. they? I, I don't well, know. Not according to everyone on Gaffer who's crying. Okay. <laughs> they just yeah. said 2017 and everyone just assumed um, it would be, you know, because it was released the same time as the... Uh, yeah, you know, what? Because they assumed Switch and uh, Wii U at the same time. They just put two and two together and assumed Switch and launch title.
1: No, I think that's just they're just bargaining at this point. <laughs> they're trying to make sense of it. But but, it's yeah. just weird because obviously
3: that's massive. But if they can sort of turn around and be like, "Yeah, but there's a new Mario for the Switch in March," everyone's like, "All right, fine." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that that would I mean. help.
0: But like, uh, I, I just, I mean, what if they delayed? You know, the Switch was delayed. What if they, de- they delayed it to make sure <laughs> the Zelda was going to be a launch title? And now they're like, oh, no, it's really not going to be now. <laughs> Fucking how furious would you be? Crazy. Um. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh. Have we got any emails and ting this week, uh, James?
4: We
1: have, yeah. There's, there's, do you want me to read them?
0: No, no, yeah. actually, no, let's That's not. That's the point, of little section. Go home. He's, he's gone midnight. it has gone midnight. Just, You're fucking <laughs> kidding me, is it really? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. All right, go on. There's still a few. <laughs> okay,
1: so if you want to email us, it's uh, thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. Uh, the first one is from Kurt Lewin, who says, um, there's been some great video game stories in recent years with games like The Last of Us, Uncharted and Gone Home. This got me thinking, which Mario game, excluding the RPG ones, has the best storyline? I asked because I was watching IGN's video review of Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, which I've just finished and thought was excellent, and the reviewer stated that he thought the narrative was great and that he found himself genuinely rooting for the characters. I thought this was a strange statement because, as far as I could tell, the only difference from other Mario platform games was that it was Toadette getting kidnapped instead of Princess Peach and by an eagle instead of Bowser. Spoilers. I've just got the game. Um, anyway, quick question. Who is Dave's all-time favourite Millwall player? Uh, keep up the good work.
0: Oh well, so in terms of the Mario thing, Jesus, there really is, like, I mean, if you're looking for storylines in Mario, you need you egg checked, right? Because yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: those yeah, like <laughs> they, they gave us they gave a go at it with like Mario Sunshine, you know, they had the whole thing they with did,
0: that, didn't they? It uh, wasn't very good. No, it wasn't. Um, or oh, in terms of favourite Millwall player, Jesus, I can't probably Tim Kale you know, he was our best. By far, we let him go for next to nothing. Absolutely shocking. Uh, So I hope that answers your question. Next question. Okay, Capone says,
1: "Um, On PSN, I saw that James had started to play Virginia. I commented on this PSN update simply saying that he wouldn't like it. Was I right? Um, Any news on when Dave Turners will be continuing to continue streaming um, Metal Gear Solid 5, or was I bang on the money about that too?
0: Well, hold on. You weren't bang on the money about Virginia yet, James. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, completely wrong. I absolutely loved it, and think it's. I really, really enjoyed playing it, and oh, cool. I'm hoping that some of you guys will play it as well, so we can talk about it because it's really I am, interesting. I am planning to get it. Yeah, so. Why yeah you mentioned it? Who?
0: Why you? i would never heard you talk about this game.
1: I only got it last week, and well, we weren't on last it, week, right? Yeah, I finished it today. It's like you know. Well, it's... we're recording tonight. <laughs> 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 no, because I, I wanted to think about it a bit before I start talking about it, and I was
2: hoping that somebody else would have played it as well because right. it's it's really interesting. I really wish some of you guys would play it. We'll yeah, so it someone recommended it to me and says it's amazing. Uh, how much do you say it was currently? Um, I no, I got it discounted. I think it was five ninety nine, but I'm not sure.
1: Wow,
0: that's was... cheaper than I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I will get back to Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I just there's been too much. Titanfall is my life now, so you got that for a while. Sorry. Uh, mm. I might stream some of that when I get the PS4 version just so you can see how pros do it. You know what I mean? Uh, next question.
1: Okay, tweets. Um, if you want to tweet us, it's at uh, Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Uh, Robot Monkey says uh, Did any of you buy the classic Mini NES? Do you think it's worthwhile buying or just a cynical cash grab from uh, Nintendo? I don't think anyone
0: of us bought it, did they?
2: No, no but no, it's sold out no. everywhere, isn't it?
3: Yeah, apparently they're like gold dust now. They're going
0: for hundreds on eBay. I mean, whether
3: or not Nintendo, yeah, I mean, whether or not Nintendo just didn't make enough of them, who knows? Um, and people who've got them seem to be really
1: enjoying it.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's a needless cash in. I just uh, I've got no interest in getting one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I already all own all those games on Wii U, like through Virtual Console. Why would, <laughs> I, why would I buy them again? You know, yeah,
0: because it's Nintendo. Mind checked.
1: you, I'll, I will be buying them again when the Switch comes
2: out. So yeah, there is that. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I've just checked. Um, Virginia is actually down to four ninety nine until the 24th of November. Yeah, yeah you've got to guys. buy
0: that.
1: It's right, really right.
0: worth it. We'll do. It's interesting. Well, what's that on? Pierce, PSN? PS4, Pierce Pierce yeah. PS4. Cool. Okay, cool. Next question.
1: I think Alan says, uh, can we have more back?
0: No. No. Not, um, after, wish... that, not after his last showing. Jesus. Oh, god got go. Bye. No, Tamor. <laughs> no. You'll have <laughs> to wait until
1: I'm Mass Effect 3 opinions as well, but, you know, there's that too. Why? Why? <laughs> the whole thing with, like, the ending... Like, I mean, it's true It's true that it's lazy to say that was the whole problem with the whole game, but you can't just dismiss it it's, as being, like, a not a problem. You can't dismiss it's, it, uh,
0: but you can't dismiss the fucking 39 hours that you played for yeah. it, a brilliant <laughs> game before you get to the last hour and just focus yeah. on that.
1: No no, 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 I totally agree, but also... Yeah, it still is a big problem. Ten, ten past midnight, guys. Ten past midnight. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> anyway. Bert Heinz says, what game has the best AI and why? I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten past midnight. That'd be one of them
3: strategy games for weirdos.
0: I like the AI in um, Bioshock Infinite for yeah. um, Elizabeth. I've, was it Elizabeth? I think it was.
3: Um, <laughs> Good, good character she was, yeah. She was well, brilliant. Whatever her name was.
0: I just, I'm terrible with names at the best of times, Sean. I can't. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I should have called you Gavin then for a gag, but uh, yeah, fuck like, Wee, it. That would have been good. Would yeah. have been good. Um, yeah, no, probably that. 10 past midnight. Okay. Last one. Okay. Um Okay,
1: Leith Knight says, uh, will these mid-gen console revisions mean we get games that don't push the hardware as much? Is a three-year cycle the norm? The new norm?
0: I, I think I think that's the the saddest thing about this. We're not going to get a GTA V on an Xbox 360 again. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, definitely not. Because
0: yeah. was... whatever,
3: whatever devs do, it's just going to be like, well,
0: you know, there'll
3: be new hardware in a few years. <laughs> so we just... Like we I think in terms of yeah, yeah. Like it, in terms of like wanting to rinse the most out of it, they'll just be like, "Well, we could just we could do that, or we could just like make it look really nice and it runs at ten frames a second, But there'll be a new one next year and it'll run all right on that, probably.
0: I think we might.
3: I'm, I'm, not, do- I'm not saying like developers will do that cynically or like ah fuck this, it's fine. I just there are a lot of constraints on big budget game development, and I think it will yeah, cause a, a shift in priorities.
0: Um, I think we might see that again. And I, I think to some extent we've already seen it. I mean, Uncharted 4 running on the PS4 is, although PS4 is still relatively new hardware, it is still mind-blowing that that game is running on that system as well as it does. Um, I mean, graphically, it's in- insane. Uh, so, th- But I think it'll be very limited to first-party software rather than third-party uh, I think third party will have that mentality of look, let's just make sure it runs fine, and then we'll put all the power into the next one. Um, whereas the first party ones, I think they'll still be focusing on the uh, on the older systems. So maybe maybe we'll still see some su- surprising stuff on these uh, now kind of outdate outdated uh, consoles fucking three years into their life yeah it's though. interesting
2: so, apparently apparently, Sony and internally are referring to the PS, the, the standard PS4 as base, the base unit the base model yeah, almost, okay. to, almost to say you know the, 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 that's almost like minimum spec PC wise but if you want to you know do like max max settings or whatever then you get the pro version so it's going to be so interesting the next six months to a year to see if that really really takes flight and uh, PS4 version looks fine but they uh, they really focus on putting a lot of their effort into making a banging pro version
0: Nice. Okay, then. Well, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, I can't believe we went on for that long, Um, but it has been a couple of weeks since James and I was on, so I suppose we had a lot to talk about. Um, Matt, do you want to do your uh, plug-in? Absolutely,
2: yeah. Um. Well, we're we're on Twitter. We're at Computer Game Ball on Twitter. We're also on Facebook. We're on Twitch. Uh, although we don't really stream we haven't streamed for a while, but um, we're also on YouTube. And uh, new episodes of the show go up every Wednesday on our YouTube channel. Just search for the Computer Game Show on YouTube, and you can also email us uh, at thecomputergameshow at gmail dot com.
0: Quick question, Matt. Um, before we we leave our listeners, you wanted to do a, a short section at the end of the show about the election, right? Do you still want to yeah. do that at the quarter past midnight?
2: No, might leave it
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good I'll catch you all next week, thanks for living it Um, Keep it the computer game show Goodbye